lost some good friends along life's way. Some loved ones departed in heaven to stay, but thank God I didn't lose everything. I've lost faith in people. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Here's Rick and Bubba. Six and a half minutes past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, a brand new hour, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, along with Stretch Armstrong. And then we add three new students starting their classes at Rick and Bubba University today, uh, Laura and Tori and McCoy. They won't have those names very long. We'll get their Rick and Bubba names here over the next several days. Welcome back to the sounds of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. I never lost my praise. Welcome, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Now, what, 26 years? 26 years, buddy. Keep going. Uh, So we were talking about uh, trying to – now, see when – I got in trouble the other day, Rick. We were talking about uh, our anniversary, and we were talking about being married, and I said 26 years. And I went, uh oh, wrong one. Oh yeah, I've done the same thing. I've done the same thing because we've been talking about the yeah. time a lot lately. Well, so. it's see for for our marriages, our time together lands in the middle. Right, right. You've been married longer than one. You've been married year. longer yeah. than we've been a show. I've right. been married a little less than we've been a show. So that number will jump in the middle yeah. of our two anniversaries, and yeah. we'll get ourselves in a bind. Yeah, a lot, of, <laughs> lot of lot of numbers there to remember. Yeah. Well, and then again, as my wife's talked about, I'm sure Betty has too. And she says, you know, we, we uh, Betty. Isn't and nor am I. We're not married to Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Betty's married to Bubba. I'm married to Rick. <laughs> hey, you, you, oh yeah, you Sherry, you married to Rick and Bubba. No, no, just one, just just one of them. But you know what? And, but unofficially, yes, I am. You know what I mean? Not yeah. to, I used to say, hey, that'd be against the law, but not anymore. Not I can't anymore. Even use that well, anything anymore goes now, Bubba. Yeah. Anything goes now. Yeah. So, uh, but so looking back over this this weekend, and we had a great weekend. Sherry and I did. Turned into a lot more work. You know, I was like, this is supposed to be us down here chilling, and it's turned into us down here working. But we've been cooped up a little bit, so it was good to, to get out. But um, the uh, I want you to take a look at this shot at me. You think you think Big Papa's had enough right here? This is this is me showing my age right here. I, 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 I got to sit down for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that that's that's me right there saying, I'll tell you what, uh, the, the way I vision this and the way it's happening is not the same thing. <laughs> Look at those red cheeks. Been hard at it. Hey, by the way, the, the fire like singed my beard one time. <laughs> I got so, Because, you know, you get in there and start trying to move stuff around when you see stuff's not going to get burned uh-huh. and you forget how hot it is. It, hey, those those coals are still real hot. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, but so one of the things that happened was, see, I, this is the way I treat, you know, I like where I live because I can be in – you know, I know compared to the other cities around the country, it's not overly big, but I can be in more of a metro setup uh, in in Birmingham, and, and within a half hour where we live, you can be in a completely different yeah, you know right. setup. So when I leave, you know, being you know the 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 metropolitan Rick to small town Alabama Rick, I don't want those two to be the same experience. Right. I want it to be two completely different experiences. Well, they usually are. Yeah. So I look up. And and we get up on on Saturday morning, and we got the birds chirping, and we got our our buzzbox coffee like we like mm-hmm. it, and we're out in the rocking chair, and I'm just I'm thinking to myself, it doesn't get much better than this right here. And then Sherry's like, "Well, you want me to fix us some oatmeal?" 
I said, what? My oatmeal? <laughs> what are you talking about oatmeal? Well, I brought some oatmeal and some raisins down here. I said, no, that stays up in Metropolitan, Rick. That's Metropolitan, Rick. Met- How about this country, Rick, does not eat oatmeal and raisins? Are no. you kidding me? What are you talking about? When we come here, we've decided we got to have hearty food for hearty work. Right? Just like our... I yeah, mean, you, listen, you, you can't go out and start fires and wrestle them and and be on a 400-calorie-per-meal diet. You know I, what I mean? You can't I, do it. I hate to do Who this. Who would do that, Bubba? Yeah. Can't do it. How about this, Bubba? Won't do it. Won't do it. Can't swim with them. <laughs> Not going to do it. But can't go, work with them. But, but I'd rather work by myself. i carry every stick. But I go back to this, and I will quote. It was a different speech, but I'll, I'll quote George Costanza. So I said to Sherry, if Metropolitan Rick comes down here and meets Country Rick, Metropolitan Rick will kill Country Rick. Mm-hmm. A, a Rick divided against himself cannot stand. No. And so I said, and you ought to seen the can. It was a. It ain't even the kind of oatmeal we. It was kind of like it'd been bought at some Whole Foods or something. Ooh. I said, I said that can shouldn't shouldn't be in this place. Mm-hmm. I said that's that's up there in our metropolitan life. That's a different deal up there. Right. Okay. It you know down here we got we're gonna be working. So I won. I won. You did. I said, I said, so what have we got? And she goes, well, you know, we weren't planning on staying down here. We, we're not supplied. And I said, well, I'll tell you what we got. I said, we got somebody to do it for us. We go up that dirt road. And that's when you mean business, by the mm-hmm. way. Bubba's taught me throughout the years certain things that mean somebody's serious about <laughs> serious it. Serious about it. When, you, when whatever you're going comes off the pavement and hits the dirt, that's when, that's when, you, that's yeah. when you're really living in, in, in the rural part of the country. That's fact. You know, if you're on a dirt road, you know, some, that means business. Mm-hmm. Got me rolling down a dirt road. <laughs> Got me swerving like I'm George Jones. There you go. So anyway. When I you said, hear it in a song, you know, well, yeah. dirt road, that's serious. I said, Sherry, we're going to hit that dirt road. We're going to go up and we you know where we headed? We headed to Jack's. Because we got a Jack's near us. And I mm-hmm. said, they'll give us the breakfast that we should have had. Mm-hmm. We won't even, even have any mess. Good old bacon. She goes, well. I said, honey, this is we don't do better here. This is rural life. We got we gotta be we gotta have fuel for the work mm-hmm. day. And so I talked her into it. And of course, then I went to what I, I'm I don't know what to do about this, and y'all tell me as we're returning. A little bit to restaurant life, you know, if you can keep somebody from knocking your windows out and burning it down, Ooh, yeah, and uh, and stealing everything out of the register. Problem. But the, uh, but but what, but what, Besides I, that. what, you know, because we got to stand up for injustice. But <clears throat> yeah. but but I was um, I was wondering, and I know y'all can't make it, restaurant people, and this is kind of a quirk with me, and I, I don't even like hear myself say it. I kind of like everybody, everybody being spread out. Just from just from an eating out experience. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't really like that we were getting. You heard me talk about this. I complained about. Oh, it several we used times. to complain yeah. about yeah. how yeah. they're right on top of you. Yeah. yeah, I got to tell you, being the bench spread- seat on the wall, and they just put strangers right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You could t- eat off somebody else's plate. Yeah, exactly. you shouldn't be able to reach somebody else's plate, especially if they're not. You don't even know them. Right, right. they're not yeah. in your party. We yeah. remember we said that we were saying this right before this happened, and I and I, and I want them. I don't want restaurants to go under. That would be worse. But you remember before we had, had this, if we want to eat with a group, we'll bring our own group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't be coming into a restaurant and y'all sign us to a group of people we don't know. <laughs> you know, so, no, so hey, right, hey, right now, you can get you, you get your food and you got some space. Yeah, right. You can stretch mm-hmm. out a little bit. Can I tell you on this one, though, I didn't understand, and maybe some people, because we've had a relationship with this restaurant on mm-hmm. and off throughout the years. Um, I, this is what I didn't understand, though. Because, again, it was cool in the morning. It really, mm-hmm. in late afternoon, it really wasn't that, that hot compared to summers where we live. Because our summers are... Oh my goodness! You know, like I said, it took me forever to get saved because I wasn't afraid of hell. <laughs> you know, yeah. they start talking about being hot. I'm like, well, is it humid? <laughs> so, 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 anyway, you got my attention. Is it hotter than like what I'm in right now? <laughs> Alabama hot? Yes. Right. So, but there were there were open tables outside. Mm-hmm. So we went by it, and I said, we'll grab that table right there. 
And so when we went up and stood where we're supposed to stand, you know, all the things in the floor, and said, you yeah. know, and now I'm back here because, you know, this is how you do it now. Oh, I'll take that breakfast sampler. Give me the whole thing. I like that. It has a little bit of everything I need. Anything's got a side of gravy, I'm in. And you have to be. This way is farm yeah. wreck. Yeah, so, yeah. Now, now look, we get a, I'll eat oatmeal back over time. So, anyway, um, they said, no, you can't sit outside. Well, I thought that was the, the, I thought yeah. that's exactly where we're supposed to be sitting. No, no, those tables aren't available. Hmm. Why would that be? Boy, Rick. Rick, it's – Wouldn't know. you think that would be where they'd want you to go? It's almost like they would say, hey, now if you can, go outside. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I'm kind of liking these the, the, the space I got between people eating now, uh, but I know it can't stand because I, I can't okay. survive. No, Quarantine wait. life's my pre- – that's my preference right now. And I know we can't do that <laughs> our entire life. I know. That's yeah. my point. But, yeah. I, but I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's it, the way I'd it, rather live. Well, you I, know, I went back and watched uh, Phil Robertson on our, on our podcast, oh, yeah. Rick and Bubba University. Oh, yeah. And – he was talking about he'd been quarantining yes. himself from yes. the world for a while, and I thought, you know, it's, that's, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that old Philippians four eleven. Yep. That's a good way to roll. <laughs> this past weekend, Brian Kilmeade on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, getting good feedback on that too. So if you haven't listened to that one or watched it, Brian Kilmeade was our guest this past weekend. And I got a bone to pick with you because I couldn't escape something this past weekend that you started. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll own it. Okay. Good. I hope so. We'll see. Or I'll try to distance myself from it. Let me hear what it is first. (laughs) 15 minutes pass. We'll come back. Speedy's weekend coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Earning a living off low expectations. Now here we are, 26 years later, 21 minutes past. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up bottom of the hour today. So that'll be our first check-in with you, unless this expands a little longer. And it might. We'll see. We're kind of looking back over the the weekends and the things that we got involved in. And, and Speedy, you said you're blaming me for something. What is, what is yeah, it? Yeah, you started something and uh, last week, and you and you enjoyed it. Uh, first well, of all, starting something. Got to be starting something. Ryan Greenwood has really discovered Snapchatting, and he will not leave me alone about, oh, really? about my my head and the blue light. Yeah. I got I got the PDT treatment, which is, you know, trying to take care of some of the you know little skin cancer elements PDT. that were on, on my head. And when you're bald and, and fair skin, you got to do that. You got to yeah. keep up with it. Then you rush to the beach for some reason. Yeah, uh, I know. Right. I, I thought that was my out, but then what are you evil Knievel? It's called umbrella. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Umbrellas and hats and hat. trying to stay out of the sun, but yet enjoy the beach. <laughs> yeah, we, and we've talked yeah. about it. Really, I like the beach rough. atmosphere, not so much staying at the beach Correct. all day. Um, I can no, I'd take a little day, bit man. of it, but some oh, people no. just, Mm-mm. good night, Mm-mm. stay out there. Um, one, one of the mornings, it was, uh, let's go to the donut hole. And the donut yeah, hole baby. is a place uh, yeah, down at around 30A where yeah. you, get, you can get you a big breakfast. You can even you you can get some pastries. Uh, you, you mean, they got a little bit of everything. You but got, you got to get up and get going because if was, not, you're going to stay outside waiting to get in oh, because you, now on this 50% occupancy I need to thing, ask you about this. Now we got half the half the tables that are empty, and so they're only letting a certain amount of people in. How was the donut so, Huh? Was it good? Was it crowded? <laughs> yeah. Buddy, I don't know what it is, if it's the tucked-in shirt today or what, but you need to calm down. Um, hey, hey, he's over tucked-in yellow. Yeah. 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 The, uh, so, 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 and we'll talk about that. No, it has we to do with this dog. Um, oh, not that. 
He messed my shirt. So I we we go and and luckily because it's. It's just the two of us. It's a table of two. A table of two can get get you a long way yeah, when you're waiting on oh, tables. Table yeah. of two is yeah. one of the greatest yeah. things ever. Because you're looking over at a party know. of four and five, going, we're, right. "We're out of here." Let me you ask know? you this before we move off this, because I need to know. Because yeah. you know, you love me. I, I told you the world of table of two. <laughs> yeah, it is table of two is a game changer. It is. But but I was going to ask How you many this because I'm about to go to the beach uh-huh. twice in the next three weeks. Oh. And my concern is if they're under this half a restaurant, yes. now the wait's going to hmm. be unbelievable. It is. It is. So you got to pick the right time. you got to know when to go, and, and you got to know what line to be in. And I, I really hated it for one family. They were standing in the wrong line. <laughs> There's a, There was a pastry line. I know what you're Which about. is, we just want some donuts and we want to go. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, we need a table, oh, we're yeah. going to eat breakfast line. Yeah. Yeah. And the poor family was in the wrong line, and mm. and the sun was starting to bake a little bit, and you know you got to position yourself in the shade. But uh, they were walking up and down, going, "Now, how many do you have? Two? Okay, I can take two right now." I know two's a and, lot. And you're just changer. waiting for that door to open and yep. people leave. Yep. It's I, I did realize though, it's not the time to like sit at the table after you eat and shoot the bull, you know, and Yo, just kind of talk move. about life. You if you're done, you got to get out of there because there's people waiting yeah. to come in. Yeah. Well. We had done just that. Terry and I, we sat down. We had a, you know, we got some pastries to go for the boys and, and all this kind of stuff. And we're getting up and we're walking. And I got kind of startled a little bit. The, a lady came up to me. She might be listening or watching now. She said, you know, your lip doesn't look that bad. <laughs> and, and it was in the middle of the restaurant. I said, excuse me? She said, your upper lip. Right. It doesn't look that bad. Yeah. What's Rick talking about? I think it looks fine. Well, now you got, and then you got it hit hair me, on it now. Then it hit me. Wait a minute. People are checking out my upper lip everywhere yeah. I go oh, yeah. in the middle of the restaurant. In, in, all, Big lip. in all fairness to me, she, I said, she saw it. She, Greg, she saw it with almost a full mustache back. She didn't yeah, see it. Slick. That's completely. She didn't see it. Slick. Yeah, see, I got to have phase two of this procedure done at the end of July, end of July and I'm afraid to shave phase again. Phase two. Yeah. I'm afraid. How many times do you have to get it done again? Because you've done Twice. this once before, right? I got to do well. How many years? Uh, typical, typical guy. You're supposed to do it. Wait about eight or nine weeks and come back and do it again because it gets everything at the surface and things just under the surface it brings to the surface and then right. they want to knock it out. Mm-hmm. Of course, I never go back because I'm a typical guy. And she's like, you know, you're coming back this time. It's in the end of July. How, how many times are you supposed to do this a year? It, well, it really isn't a like a yearly. Hey, you got to do that. It, they it's just they're checking your what skin kind of out. Time space. Because I'm trying to see, is it like a colonoscopy? Once I go, then I know I don't have to come back for, in some cases, five years, yeah, others yeah, ten years. Yeah, yeah. in um, a lot of cases, it's they just check you on your six-month checkup and see how you're doing. They're like, okay, yeah, well, you need to get have it So there's no again. timeline, really? No, it's well, all about how, how you take care of yourself, really, to be honest with you. Did you cover your head after people looked I, at your I, upper lip when you had your flat tire? I did, I did, yeah. I did. There was, a, there was a couple of moments where I had it like I liked it, under, uh, you know, on a beach chair under a, a little umbrella with my wife just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Not worried about kids. What about your flat tire? The flat tire was a handle. We woke up uh, to leave um, and trying to, you know, time management. Uh, hey, honey, you're, you're getting this done. The boy's getting this done. I'm going and gassing up the car and getting it ready so we can just go. And when I went out, to, was, we had a flat tire. Good oh, that is I mean, hey, you thought you could have a place down there at Sun Creek. Yeah. And then, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're like me, I know how to change a tire. Yeah. I just don't do it a lot, so I forget. You know where the the tools are in this vehicle. Like, yeah, you know, where is that? Well, that and, and you, they got this itty bitty tire. It looks like it goes on a bicycle, yeah. and you're like, I can't drive five hours on that. And then, yeah. and, that, and, and then you crammed up in the parking spot yeah. where it's like I can't even change it if I had to. Luckily, we had a little air compressor thing, but it had a local walk by. Oh boy, 
That's not good. Yeah. Thank you, sir. No, it's not. Thank you, buddy. Tell you what, you're not going to find a place open today. I'm, thank you, sir. Thank you, I know sir. that, too. Thank you, Mr. Uplift. Yeah, but you being a local, is there any anywhere? You can go into Panama City, but you're just going to waste your time. I mean, he was just a full of joy. And, uh, and and I'm like, well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I, I'm going to try to make this work. And luckily, it was a nail in it, and it was a slow leak, so we just limped home every, mm. every you know, maybe 15 to 20 minutes she saw the little gauge on, on her readout if it would get to a certain level uh we you would stop even. and put more in it and we got did we did get home we did you ask good. anybody who thought they could have something <laughs> i mean how many times do you think people told me that you thought you could have something and i know there's a cigarette that's just to the left of the air compressor the, the picture i took yeah. i didn't see it and it's not mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how, how was the beach situation everybody spread out what were we doing yeah it was weird because uh <laughs> there where we were, you were assigned days uh, or, or times in the day you could go. Like if you lived, if if you were renting this certain spot, you would have maybe seven to one p.m. and then one p.m. to two, the beach is closed for for sanitation. And then if you live somewhere else or were renting somewhere else, you could have two to eight or whatever. Mm. It would be split up. But I got to tell you, I didn't see anybody checking that. Nah, um, that's just those things they turn in. It was absolute mania. People were everywhere. Uh, this 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 little area that we were showing was an area that was reserved if you were staying in a certain area, and there were some public areas too. People everywhere. I didn't see any social distancing at all, but you know, people, well, like we said earlier, after watching the newsreels over the weekend, it looks like social distancing is over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they they had they did their part as far as the well, as the know, little umbrellas air, are kind of well, the I mean, umbrellas separated. Yeah, right? the umbrellas they they did their spacing, but then you started you know putting people in between them and you know it would fill up i mean it's not like people were trying to be on top of each other it's just it's just part of it You're well there's the a little bit of beach and there's a lot of people trying to get on it yeah yeah but I, I had a lot of people coming up about upper lip stuff and that's all on you hey, lip. and i don't know <clears throat> i don't know well the good- i've never heard that before but of course you sit here and look at me for five hours and yeah. you examine everything <laughs> on yeah. and plus you've got you've got whiskers on it now and that kind of takes away uh, the lady startled you, you she shave your that, lip doesn't look bad let her see it slick let her see it slick we'll be back bottom of the hour lines are available all 10 new interns so handle them with care if you want to go to the donut hole don't sleep in rick you got to get up and get i know going. i know We'll take your phone calls next, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six We Be Big is our number. We thank you for being with us, and uh, there's lines available for you now. A long distance directly assistance. Whatever is on your mind, you have thirty seconds to make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. Then we move into uh, the next caller. SimplySafeBubba.com. SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, boy, this is just a new way. Uh, to do things. I mean, it could not be simpler, but also more effective. Uh, the days of, you know, having all this intrusive work done and having to meet people at your house, say, hey, I'm installing this security system over the next couple of days, and you got salespeople bothering you and all that, all that's over. Uh, hey, I'm locked into a long monitoring contract. That's over. Uh, I'm telling you right now, with the technology that's available, you can have a simplysafebubba.com system delivered directly to you. You install it yourself in less than an hour. Uh, it's about fifty cents a day, uh, it, and then they you customize it for what you need for your you know for your property, 
uh, by, you know, getting the right sensors you want. You want these high-def cameras, you can get that, or, you know, it's, it's up to you. They go ahead and put it all together for you the way you want it. Then they send it to you with instructions how to install it, then 24-7 monitoring for about $15 a month, and let's go. Uh, so if you'd like to get yours today, if you use our URL, simply bubba.com, we'll get you a 60-day money-back guarantee. We'll also get you free shipping. Uh, so go to rickandbubba.com. Also, that same link can be found under the sponsors. But uh, to the phones we go. We start with David in Montgomery. David's got 30 seconds. David, go ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, Speedy, thank you. Uh, I was going to say, Speedy, thank you for loaning me your last cigarette <laughs> with your uh, custom-made Rick and Bubba Zippo liar. Man, you came on through with that dirty book joke, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you fun. <laughs> <laughs> but think about how funny that is. I take a picture and there's a there's a cigarette that's, on the ground. That's on you. And I never even one. saw it until Dude, somebody responded to the that's, tweet or made a comment on the tweet. All right, you got to pick up your cigarettes. I'm like, so oh did my you goodness. just not see it when you took the picture? That's what I'm saying. Uh-uh. When yeah. he threw not it, he didn't throw it far enough. <laughs> Greg Scott in Dothan, listening to News Talk 103.9. Scott, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Yeah, when you were talking about eating that country breakfast, yeah, man, y'all deer hunt. You take a couple pieces of deer sausage that yeah. you've already stuck on the grill. You split it in half, and a couple eggs between a couple pieces of toast with some butter on it and some homemade blueberry jelly. That's a country breakfast to ain't, work on. Ain't nothing wrong with that right you, there, you, uh, boy. You trying to get breakfast award today? I, you know what? It was shocked me because you know Sherry's from you know Alabama as well, from a small town Alabama from, you know, Marshall County. I was surprised she didn't know about putting sawmill gravy inside your grits, mixing them together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, just those little bits That's of sausage. That's great taste. It tastes good. good night. Night. Yeah, they do. We continue. Meridian, Mississippi, listening to the buzz. Uh, Doug, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you? Hey, yeah, this is uh, Doug from Meridian. Yep. How are you guys doing today? We're good, We're great, man. sir. I hope, you, I hope you're all right. All right. Hey, I just had a uh, – I was just curious on – on the uh, how many American citizens died on that on that day when the you know for the burning and the rioting to get started? How many died? Uh, I'm sorry, Doug. I don't I don't fully understand what you're saying. Okay. Well, it was that one guy that died. I I didn't I didn't I'm, I didn't follow what he was saying. Did you? Nah, no. Yeah. No. It, you remember what I talked about when I started the show with when mm-hmm. Bub and I joined y'all today? We we've lost the ability. To clearly lay out a narrative, point to what validates the narrative, and then come up with a solution. Yeah. We, we've just we seem to have completely lost the ability to do that. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Donna in Prattville. Donna, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Great. Hope you guys are doing well. We yes. are. We're good. Just just uh, Friday when you guys were going off, you mentioned about Phil Robertson having a daughter. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you guys have watched. Uh, we watched it about an hour ago, and it is really a phenomenal story of God's precious grace. You know, I haven't seen it. I know it was on Unashamed this past weekend, their their podcast, uh, but I haven't seen it. But I've seen what Phil, you know, I, I read everything that was written about it, and you're right. It's right. it's an incredible story, and I, I think it the, is. the Robertsons are, are handling it in a, yeah. in a really cool, cool way. Miss mm-hmm. Kay, I saw her quote. She said she's always wanted a daughter. Well, you got one now, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, and and it goes back to you know kind of the thing that we were talking about. This is this is when we when we make a mess of our lives, you know, and 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 we have a, a gracious God that's in the you know uh, the changing life business, which is what it's all about. And even when there's repercussions to our earthly sins, some some can be you know fixed, some some can't. 
you know, even when things are not done the way God intended them to do, and that's kind of what Phil was talking about, you know, he still keeps working, you know, this this tapestry of grace, mercy, and wrath and repercussions for sin all going at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you look at even what's going on in the country right now, I was looking at some stuff over the weekend, and, uh, you know, Jesus is talking about in Matthew 24, he's really talking, he's going through a whole and complete message about end times. And one of the things that he he mentions in Matthew twenty four twelve, and I just thought this really jumped out at me over the weekend, and because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Mm-hmm. So he says, as we get toward the end times, lawlessness is going to be so normal that you'll almost get numb to it, and you won't even care anymore. And people will will the the love between people will will get colder and colder. And, and, you know, so so looking at the situation, and, and I know this is, you know, we have the adversary with all he wants to do. And anytime you see chaos, and that's what we have right now is chaos. When you see chaos, the Lord is not over that. Chaos is always the playing card of the adversary and of evil. Chaos all the way around. You know, you first of all, you've got someone who's, who's wicked in law enforcement who sits there and watches and, and, you know, and kills a man unnecessarily. Then that leads to this, 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 this. And you see all of it is one thing. And, and if we could just get to the point where we realize, you know, even watching this, and, and is that there really are only two types of people, saved and unsaved, redeemed and unredeemed. That's it. You know, and now when we see people who claim to be redeemed acting like the unredeemed, the Bible says God has a real problem with that. But the unredeemed will always act like the unredeemed, speaking to my own life before I was redeemed. But the redeemed, you know, then there are no, there's no ethnicity here. When you look at how the church is represented, and, and I think this is the thing, the church, you know, needs to lead because the church in Christ is always the answer. It always is. And, and what you see right now is you don't really see um, a, a large number of people that are standing up and saying the answer for all of us is redemption. Evil people are always going to do evil. Mm-hmm. They that's that's what they do all the day long. You know the Bible talks about mm-hmm. this, and uh, you know when you when you look at that and you see even in First John he talks about look this is what the devil's been doing since he pulled us away from from God in the very beginning, and the the answer you know look every time the world tries to go after evil and they try to deal with it with worldly solutions it it never works because you're dealing with a fallen world and you're dealing with fallen people. But uh, but but the, there this I think we get ca- too caught up in, in in realizing all the we put so much weight in all these things when it really comes down to this there's two types of people redeemed and unredeemed and if if that could be the way we would approach things from that point of view now, I know there's some people that's always going to say well I reject that I don't believe that I don't care about it. that's fine that's fine but but some will you know because I have found in my own life that hey Jesus Christ is just like the Phil Robertson thing which made me remind that we talked about. It. He's in the life-changing business. That's what he does. And, and nobody, nobody teaches like the Lord. Nobody, nobody changes people like the Lord. Uh, I've had some conversations over the weekend uh, with some, you know, somebody that I know that's going through a tough patch, and, you know, and, and they keep trying to take out, well, I want to fix this problem. I want to fix that problem. I want to fix and I said, And I keep going, no, no, let's get back to the real problem. You're the problem. You're the problem. What you got to fix, you got to get fixed first. Okay, so let's keep talking about your redemption. Let's keep talking about you being transformed by Jesus. And then these other things, mm-hmm. you'll then approach them in the right way. Now, there may be things, like in my life, 
where your sin has caused some things that won't be fixed on this side of heaven, but 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 we'll, but God will take these things like we're talking about with Phil's daughter, and He'll try to make them as 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 good as they can be. And the part of it that's not good, it on God, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And so that's we we keep trying to have, I, evil people are never going to fix evil; they're just going to do another form of evil, yep. go another way. And uh, and so that's that's what we have to understand. But when you look at the newsreels right now, Jesus said, "I'm not surprised by this." I, I told you this thing was going to wind on down, and it was going to get worse and worse and worse and worse, and it'll get to the point that where lawlessness doesn't even bother people anymore. It's and um, so that's uh, that's really if we could get back to that in some way, shape, or form. But by the way, that's the role of the church. Some people out there are misunderstanding the role of the church. But that's the role of the church. Uh, we'll be back. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we'll get to more phone calls as the show churns on as we unpack all the stories from the weekend, the good, the bad, the ugly. And um, I, I didn't hear this, but uh, some of you get the kickoff hour. Some of you don't. Or, um, but if you, uh, if you missed that today... Um, you, you, Greg, you were telling us that is it Mr. Buddy that got you? Yeah, he got me this morning. Uh, I was trying to. No, that's your dog. Yeah, take Mr. Buddy. the trash out. <laughs> and he'd been running through the field, following me to the end of the driveway. And he decided to jump on me. So when that's you, why I had to tuck my shirt. Little man's got, shirt dirty because they had mud all over me. And I, I didn't have time to go back to the house. So what? I'd like to know what shirt you had on. This one right here. He's still got it on. That's why he's tucked, tucked in. It tucked started it. out because okay. I said, "Why well, you got your shirt tucked in?" You know, God. Well, Greg, you, Greg, you, you what? You what? Ain't that kind of really, stuff. Greg? Yeah, you're the king of it. We ain't allowing that. You don't you no. just stand? You threw a rock and hit true. your hand. No, I, I don't have anyway. If I walked be, in with khakis and a tuck, he got mud all over me, and What's I had to tuck the shirt you? in to cover the mud. Right, so he got you on the shirt tail hanging down. But what I'm saying is, some shirts need to be tucked because they look stupid no, out here. You're right. Like but that's not why you're tucking. Speedy's walking around. He's got a dress on. Greg, if Mr. Buddy would, you got caught in it. Some of us See? are not going to tuck. There's just no way. Are you, are you Physically, it's Be real. honest. Be honest. Great. Elon you Musk couldn't tucked. figure out a way to do you it. You would have never tucked until. <laughs> listen, Rick, do not miss Depends this. Talk, sure wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to throw this wait, at you. Stop everything. Stop. Everybody be quiet. We, let's get every great line. I'm not turned over a new leaf. Y'all Greg, 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 Greg <laughs> just said uh, that he'd like to tuck him, but even Elon Musk couldn't figure that out. <laughs> let's, let's don't let that. Let's don't let that line get lost. The physics are not there, y'all. It's not there. Elon Musk and tuck you. But basically, I had to tuck it because the bottom's just mud all over it. Mm-hmm. Baby brother's got you a little got tuck me. tuck going on. So by but doing that, that, let me ask you ask you this: by doing that, do you put mud in your pants? Then? No, it's dried. By this, it's just stained. Yeah. I didn't like mud stuck to it. You know what I'm saying? It's mud in the like pants. She looked dirt. Yeah. So a little dirty shirt. What, what was you, what was your reaction when oh. he jumped on you? Cussed. Because I got he'll uh-huh. he'll I jump. He'll jump on him. Oh, right. Worst behaving dog in the world. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? You've got a dog. that's not very well behaved. No, he's, he's not. Right. I mean, he don't he don't like hurt people, but he, right. he jumps on he jumped inside I, I, Lisa's car the other day. Well no, Lisa's <laughs> had to have surgery because of him, so yeah, he, he did hurt Lisa people. down and tore her rotator. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. He did that. What about now let me ask you this? That may be his best one. You you probably have never had this habit <laughs> had this happen. And maybe yes. we don't we don't have yeah. to. And that is <laughs> place too rough. 
Right, but on that point, has Baby Ellis been on the ground in his presence? No, we know better than that. Okay, so Ellis yeah. likes him and will lean towards him, but we're not quite. But he's got to be. We're gonna let Ellis be held by somebody. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not. I don't think he needs to take Buddy on at this moment. <laughs> not not enough Ellis yet. <laughs> but you know what's weird is uh, with Lisa's nephews. A lot of times he's scared of kids. Really? Yeah, he'll run hide from them. <laughs> It's the strange. I'm telling you, that's interesting. One time, she had her nephews were there, and he went and hid in the garage. Hey, dog ain't right. Okay, no. it's no, the Beaumont right. of dogs. Yeah. He is. He I, says that he's an adult dog. Plays a little like rough. I haven't put. Look, there See, that's when he went through my wet concrete. <laughs> <laughs> he went through Greg's wet concrete. I mean, he went through it good. Yeah, yeah he got it. He Smiling, left his mark. look, just loving yeah, it. He left his mark. Just loves daddy. What? what? He's, he's kind of showing you what he did, like yeah. he's proud of uh-huh. it. Where did he come from? Somebody dropped him off. <laughs> really? Yeah. Look at that. Look at those. They teeth. actually dropped him at my at my one of my neighbors. This is kind of distant from me anyway, <laughs> yeah. but but he liked my house better, and he kept coming and staying because I had a different dog then that he liked to play with. Yeah, and then he just stayed. I'd take him home, and he kept coming back. He'd beat me back. And I said, Heck, do you care if I keep him? He said, I'd rather you keep him. Right oh, now. I bet he would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, now you know he why. He was a puppy then. Right. But There he is. Yeah, we had no idea. But he's, he's He just don't know how to act. And for some reason today, I turned. He'll chase me up the driveway. But I turned on the main road, and I look. He's beside me. I'm, I'm getting up pretty good speed. He's just digging. I don't know when he turned <laughs> He around. had a lot of He income. may have went all the way out to 204. <laughs> <laughs> He may be like, like me, Greg. He's clinging to the last day of slow humanity. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what it is. But, the, uh, but so it just felt so good out there. I felt like running a little mm-hmm. bit. Are you like me? And and it's fine because it can work the way if you can remember it. But you're like me. It's a little bit cruel that you're, that Monday be your trash day. That's my trash day because I normally yeah. go on Sunday. Because you you. now your whole your whole routine has been changed mm-hmm. over the weekend. Yeah. But if you if you ever forget, and you oh. all of a sudden you start that week with two full cans no. or one full can. You got problems. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Mon- Monday trash day is good and bad. Mm-hmm. But they, they start busting me about my shirt being tucked in. Well, and Greg, I told them I was either that or Greg, you've ne- shirt, you never tuck it in. You look nice. Okay. <laughs> you do. You do. I'm starting to And if it wasn't today. have been for a dog jumping on you, you would not have tucked yeah, it in. You're right. No, yeah. the pro- I don't have a problem with you having your shirt tucked in. I, I really don't. It looks I really nice. don't. I like that Mr. Buddy jumped on you. I like that story. Yeah, I did. He two-footed me. But what I can't let. Get get roots in the ground is you claiming that you somebody can't even come in here and take their shirt away everybody getting on them and then yeah. claim Rick, <laughs> hey you missed the fact he was turning over a new leaf and may do this every day right yeah. he clay threw that out there too you can't play victim I'm Probably. sorry Greg, you can't do it you're on people I wouldn't have said worse. nothing if you tucked yeah. <laughs> I what <laughs> I mean, I, I've got. If you had your dress pants that day, he did come in all tucked up one time. What was that? Oh, he, he, he had to play golf. Had somewhere to go. I think he had to play golf no. in the, for the regions. Yeah, we got new interns here today. One of the first things <laughs> they'll be told is don't don't let Greg <laughs> don't let Greg hurt your feelings. Yeah, huh? yeah, they ain't got that speech. Well, I've yet. quit all that. Yeah. Don't be a dish it out. Can't take it. Don't no, do I'm that. fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> I am. That's fine. Yeah. Look, but but he got on you, and so he he, he forced it. It I didn't realize because it, it was dark, and I didn't realize it was that bad until I got here. And I was okay. like, "Good, night. I think you look nice. I do. Yeah. Okay, Rick, I do. That's enough. I think it looks. But nice. I thought he had an appearance today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what it was? Well, that's sometimes <laughs> tuck-in day, <laughs> and it's a, and it's a logoed shirt, so yeah. it kind of put two and together. Yeah. We thought you had some more to go. Yeah. Mommy's little man clothes, put his school clothes on. I need to go buy some. Mommy's clothes. little man put his school clothes <laughs> on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I tucked last time we did Regents. 
Well, yeah, because yeah, again, yeah, we had yeah. somewhere to go. He talked the last time he's going back trying to. I can't remember my that's life. over a year. Ago. I can't remember my last. Time. <laughs> oh, wait, what other business makes fun of somebody for tucking in? This one. That's why it's the greatest place in the world to work. Yeah. I mean, th- there's no better gig than this. Huh? Uh, you take away that alarm clock when it goes off, and you just, yeah, this is a smoking right. gig. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> if I could somehow make two thirty just enjoyable, right. yeah. Because I got to tell you, otherwise, <laughs> you this know, is they, a really good gig. Oh, the scale. <laughs> The scale still. Once I wake up about Riverside, I go, okay. The, the scale still tilts t- to the good side, but oh, yeah. it, that alarm clock holds it up just from being slamming that uh, way, you know? Yeah, it's a little balance there. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, just a. <laughs> turn over a new leaf from this point forward on, on the clothes. <laughs> Greg, thank you. I think you're being a good example, and I think Please you're look. <laughs> Adler's tucked in. Looking good, Adler. That looks good right there. That looks good with that hair. What was this, Greg? Make fun of this. Good luck. Adler, you have added a few pounds, though. Hey, Greg, was all that due to the uh, pandemic? Wait a minute. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who to credit this with. The guy that said that Adler now is now the, the, the not the original, <laughs> But now the guy that's fronting the Southern Rock Band that's back, even though the original singer's <laughs> yeah, dead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and now this Who just adds to it. All well, this is look, and this even adds to it because they always tuck in. Oh yeah, you know, I'm up front and I've got my big old, I've got my belt on. I'm yeah, singing. Yeah, and I got some fancy jeans. <laughs> hey Greg, now that I shave my beard, I look like a thumb wearing a wig. So make fun of that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <I'll laughs> make fun of that. <laughs> Look at him! Look at the way he's looking. <laughs> That's good. You, I, can, you can tell you can tell he ain't fat yet because you don't wear that belt when you're fat. No, no. All right, in honor of Greg, hey, it'll cut right into you. Yes, it will. Let's all tuck our shirt in in honor uh, for Greg. I, I can't. I, no, I, got I got a pullover on. I've got shorts. I'm going to have to honor Greg another way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he come up with something else. He said yeah. Elon Musk can't even. Yeah, big, and he's a smart guy. <laughs> You know, he can get people in space. Well, you know, you're going downhill. It just won't work, you know? Yeah. Helmsy does have one other request, though. So. All right. I d- this is you. He wanted me to tell you to button the top button. And then that, and then that way you make fun of me, for because yeah. I'll do that every once in a while. I mean, you're tucked in. Helms Go ahead and tuck. get that top, mm-hmm. top one in. Too. I will tuck. I don't wear many shirts to tuck, so I wear a lot of pull. You know, I'm a pullover guy. Mm-hmm. Greg, you know what you look? You look professional. The rest of us don't today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had Speedy, a client that's, that's tough to pull off. Yeah, right. Speedy has me buttoning up higher than I've ever been. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, feel like second I feel like I got a priest collar well, on that. That silver time. forest, it'll get loose. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. It gets up in the microphone. <laughs> we can't hear it. I like to have a little circulation. You know, get a little air in there. Greg's got his clothes on. You look nice, Greg. You do oh, look yeah, nice. Okay. You're really good. Picture day. He goes to a private school, got to wear khakis. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. You listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport speedy. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy. Eddie Van Adler all here. Multiple new interns are starting their time with us today. Uh, we'll start working on getting them some new names as Rick and Bubba University has opened the campus back up. Uh, and we will be handing out degrees in common sense. Common sense, of course, now more than ever, a superpower. Uh, Stretch Armstrong winding down his time here. Old Stretch tired. Stretch, we, we, do you know he got here in January? Yeah. And then, uh, well, what a run here in yeah, 2020, six, huh? Six months and got stuck here in the middle of COVID and all yep. that and uh, DEFCON Diffie and everything else. 
Uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Very hey, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. So uh, working through uh, the, the stories from the weekend, and there's so many, it's, it's now more confusing than, than ever before uh, when you have the, the protesters mixed with rioters, mixed with some sort of uh, movement, whether it be Antifa. There's people out there saying that there's all kinds of things going on. You have different reports that you know, people have arrested. I think we're at four thousand four hundred and something. But yeah, it was, uh, let's yeah. see, four thousand four hundred something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of people. And and they're finding out that you know a lot of these people aren't even from the cities where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're coming in from other places. But it's becoming really difficult for anybody to point and say, "Well, this is who it is." Uh, it's Antifa. Some people are even saying, "I don't know where this would come in." That there's white supremacists that are involved in this too. I know the and didn't and I, which I don't I don't know if that's true or not true. I just don't. You, again, you got to show me the narrative of that and what what why that is and what they're doing. You know, there's some people that, that love the civil unrest of this whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, right. anarchists yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah, bunch. You have yeah. Now the, the but the I'm, I've never really fully understood Antifa. I've tried to figure out what their gig is. And I know the roots of it actually come out of Germany, right? Yeah, right. and yeah. But, because but, it, initially it was anti-fascism, and it turned into now again, it's kind of complicated. Okay? I know, I'm not, I know. I'm, not, I'm having I, a hard I time following could, it. Yeah, if you're looking, if you're in the political science classroom and you're looking at groups across the board, mm-hmm. they would put fascism over on the extreme far right wing part of it. Um, and you would have the alt-right and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you, you go way on back to the middle where you have basic conservative views in America now and uh, moderates and liberals. And then you go far left and you have a bunch of groups too, and it goes over to you know uh, uh, social uh, democracy, and then you keep going and you have socialism and then communism. And so theoretically, communism and fascism are on two totally different ends of, of the line, but they almost it's almost a circle where they meet I know. at the bottom you I know, know in my world the way i look at it yeah so um it, it started with that but they they basically are um not just anti-fascism but they want to fight fascism and they want to change the system by other than political means they want to uh intimidation violence uh you know rioting Force changes in the political system, and that's where their kind of their heartbeat is on that. Uh, by definition. So, but what they stay with me again. I know that see, there's anarchists mixed with the anarchists. What they want is there to be no rules. Yeah, and that anarchy is it, it's just wide the, open. Anything goes. No law and order. Right. No, you know, just complete. It, it turns into gang warfare on the street. Right. Which I'm not for. That. That doesn't sound like a pleasant no. place no, to live. No. no. And uh, and and so that and then and, and by by definition, if you're if you're mm-hmm. in the uh, Antifa camp, that that also includes a lot of. Uh, people who are are for that kind of setup, where you have anarchists, or but it also encompasses some Marxist and uh, anti-capitalist people because that's seen as as part of the problem, uh, and it's it's just it's it's kind of a mess, really. Well, and and I and I know I don't really know the answers to this, but the flashpoint of this was we want, and I agree with this. 
we want law enforcement to cull inside their their teams that they put out. They got to go into the bad apples and they got to remove them. And in this case, I think you can you can look at this man's background and you will see that he has been a problematic policeman his entire career. Uh, I, knew, I knew they had been a couple of cases. Greg had said there had been more than what I had heard. 19. So I don't know. That's what I heard. But yeah. that, now, also, to be fair, that doesn't mean they were all 19 legit. No, no, I know that. You know. I know that. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah. he hasn't been, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not called saying, up on I'm some I'm just saying I heard that number the other day. It was right. around. And, again, that may be exaggeration. And Yeah. And they also, somebody did point out, when you work in these high-crime areas, you get a lot of complaints against you because people right. don't, you know, they're going to take every shot they can at you. So I don't know. Right. Well, but he does seem to have a record. Like the point this guy was making is this is a liberal-run city. This was one of your officers, and he had issues. Why did y'all let it go on? Yeah, if you, if you start getting into the politics of this, and I know that you can't help it, I, I'm still trying to figure out why – I don't under, I don't even understand why the White House is being protested at all if this is an officer that came out of a city and all the people that are in the government, you know, positions there and the White House when the White House saw this said we will put everything we have to get justice for Mr. Floyd and his family. So we're protesting the Trump administration on this particular case over what? What 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 is Trump not doing? I think you're going to see yeah. that they're saying the the overall protest around the country are for systemic racism and right. a continuing problem with the police and certain officers. Right now, you know we we have to take each individual case right. as we've tried. To, I know we're not allowed right. to do that anymore. Right. I understand that right. because mobs don't listen to that. But but, but you, when you have legitimate protest yeah. and legitimate complaints that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the case here. And I told you, I, there's certain, there's certain jobs that you do that are a higher calling than others, you know, uh, and police officers, definitely one of them. Uh, teachers are one, uh, preachers and mm-hmm. leaders of our religion is another where you can't, you can't be right 90% of the time. You you got to be a hundred percent, and that's that's very very tough, um, and it's not a place for these bad apples to be. Well, all right, so in, especially with the police, because you're you're where right. no no you're where no. deadly force of the government meets the civilian population, and that's a that's a that's a high responsibility. Mm-hmm. No, no, I oppose. See, I oppose this officer, and what I've seen in the video, which you can't really argue against. I oppose him, period. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I don't want any, any injustice. I, I don't anyway. want any government, local, state, or federal, to put that person as their arm out to bring me in line. Right. I don't want that kind of person in that role. Now, do did he kill Mr. Floyd because this guy's a racist? We don't know. But what he did shouldn't have been done. I don't care who the man is because right. this person shouldn't be in law enforcement. And you know what? I'm yet to hear anybody that disagrees with that narrative. Nobody. I mean, I, I, I'm talking about people who normally stand up and defend law enforcement. They're not defending the, I have not found one person that's defending this officer. Now, when you go over to the other two cases that have been tied not to this. Not even his wife. Yeah, no, not, yeah, not, not, his wife doesn't have anything to do with him now. Yeah. But the, you know, the, the case in Louisville is, is tragic and it's horrible. And again, I think we can put that under bad police work. However, there really isn't a racial element to that case because what we have are officers 
breaking into uh, a couple's home the wrong address and then the boyfriend shoots at the police because he thinks I'm not I'm not saying yeah. what he did was yeah, wrong. Yeah, oh absolutely. He, I understand he, what he did 100%. He thinks yeah. their apartment is being broken into. He fires, and then the police kill him. And or did they kill him? I know they killed the girl. I, think, I don't yeah, think, both. They, I think yeah. he was injured. But what I'm okay. talking about is that's been be that's been lumped in, and I want to lump that in if we want to talk about bad police work yeah. and people not using their authority to Bubba's point in a responsible way. But they didn't know. I mean, they they wouldn't they have shot anybody that fired on them. They're still think. wrong because they're in the wrong apartment. Yeah. But they didn't go Which into that apartment because they had some sort of racial prejudice. And they, I think, they went in that apartment because they didn't do a good job of being in the right place and understanding they already had the guy they were looking for. Mm-hmm. So that was a horrible accident. Still need to hold the police accountable because they didn't do a good job and somebody got killed unnecessarily. But is there a racial element to that? You know, now you get down to South Georgia and you may be back to a racial element. Yeah, that's, that's you know, but we got to take these cases individually. As it's being investigated. Yeah, right. yeah. Now, I think we all – should lock arms in arms and say we cannot live in a society where police officers act the way that, that these two stories out of Louisville and the story in Minneapolis, these people have acted. We can't have that. No matter what the motivation or what the mistake was, we can't have those kind of mistakes. And we need to stand up and say we won't tolerate that. I got no problem with that. Absolutely. But, 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 Absolutely. Some, but some of this is drifting into areas that have yeah. nothing to do with what happened. Well, like you said, I think there's legitimate – Concern, mm-hmm. legitimate outrage, mm-hmm. uh, legitimate protesting, which we support. Yeah, but it's being hijacked by these people that have other goals. That is the total destruction of our society, and want to see us in a Somalia type setup where you just have gangs roaming. For and why anybody would want that, I don't understand. But uh, they, I think they're they're a lot of them as the Department of Justice said are hijacking this and rebel rousing people to go further than they normally would go, and it gets out of hand. Well, you've seen protesters that are trying to even talk talk to these people and say, "Do not do this." We're here oh, to you protest. Yeah. You even saw officers that joined the protesters because they were being peaceful. And you remember the guy that took off his his helmet, yeah. took it, uh-huh. put his baton down, said, "What do y'all want us to do? March with us." So they did. Nobody thinks what this officer did is okay. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. You know, and and so that's what's a little confusing about some of the things we're seeing. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and It's 23 Bubba. minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be big is our number. So here are some of the things cons- uh, consuming sports. Uh, will we ever get back to playing sports again? Uh, here's a shocker: uh, Major League Baseball players ignored claims by clubs that they need to take additional pay cut. Uh, yeah, we, we, we're going we're to take a hard pass on that as a baseball player. I don't blame them uh, if they've got a contract that says they're paid this, and if they if they play, they pay. Uh, but they're proposing that they receive a far higher percentage of salaries and a uh, and and for there to be a commit to a longer schedule is part of the counteroffer to start the coronavirus delayed season. So there was one thing thrown out: Hey, baseball players, y'all take a cut, uh, and then let's uh, let's play uh, a shorter season, eighty-two games. 
players propose a 114-game regular season uh, and that they do not want to take any additional pay cuts. So they're saying, you know, we'll, we'll play fewer games but not 82. We want to go 114. So now that you see this, remember y'all talked about this, though now they'll be the players' union and negotiating with, with Major League Baseball, and that's kind of – we're going back and forth now. So wait, the owners wanted 82 and the players want 114? Correct. Correct, yes. Yeah, because what they're saying is, how about I just wish y'all get on the field? I don't care how many games you're gonna yeah. play. And, and the longer, kind of wire, and the wire. longer you go, the more people find something else to do in yeah. quarantine. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love sports, but I'm starting to realize I, I'm I'm enjoying a lot of other things too. Y'all better get on the field and think about it, like last time we had this, we lost Michael Jordan from baseball, and never went right. back. You're right. right, you know. Uh, I mean, that's a small, but there's other stories like that. Yeah. You know, right. So it said Major League Baseball's proposal Tuesday would lower 2020 salaries from $4 billion to approximately $1.2 billion. So the players are coming back saying, look, we'll compromise, but we're not going down to $1.2. The union's offer would have the salaries down to two point eight. Oh, so they're basing the number of games right. on that amount. And that's so why the, they want more games. Okay. So yeah, the, yeah. the owners were saying we, we basically will cut the season down to a quarter, right? Yeah. Money wise, yeah. Well, and yeah, and then, game wise, it wouldn't. But what do they play now? One hundred sixty-two. So they won't so cut it in half. One hundred sixty-two. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. we cut it in half. But the players say we'll play more games because we, we want to earn more money. Now, what about what about these players who have already come out and said they're not going to play if they get any cut? But it sounds like the players' union is already negotiating different, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess they have a say. Got so outvoted. Yeah, yeah. Got outvoted. So, um, so we'll see how that goes. But you're right. I mean, the the thing that that you and and Helms, you you have hit on it, and you're right. In the entertainment business, and I don't know how to break it to some of you. That's all that sports really is. It's yeah. the entertainment business, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But let's not. I know we pretend it's more important than that, but it's it's entertainment business, and um, these are games, and yeah. and they're fun, right. and they're enjoyable, and there's a lot oh, of love. And we love, and sports, there's all kinds yeah, of analogies absolutely. you can do with them that matter in life, and all that. I got no problem with that, yeah. but. But the uh, but let's it's it's a it's entertainment, and in the entertainment business, you can the worst thing that you want your audience to figure out is that you really aren't as important in their life as they thought you were. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, hey, man, I, I just can't imagine, you know, and all of a sudden you go away and they start finding a way to to live their life without you. Right. There's a window to Helmsley's point that can close. And people got, nah, I never really went back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I got kind of like this Korean league. Uh, yeah, I got it over here. I've, I've, now I've kind of got my, I'm, I'm, me and Samsung are tight now. Uh, that's my team now. Or, you know, are they just drift over to well, something? They drift else? over to Major League Fishing or NASCAR or, or something. I mean, just. Or, or. or <laughs> everybody hold it. <laughs> they found something better to do with their time. Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. I mean, maybe Daddy got out in front of the baseball game and spent some time with his family or, yeah. you know, or maybe it's a. Uh, Maybe became more productive. We're putting in the boat, we bought way more than we used to. And God forbid we grow spiritual. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that we that we spent you know that old time. And I just can't seem to find time to get uh, into word. Let me prayer life. Well, you ain't got no baseball games. Go find. Won't you fill it with that? We always look for something else to fill it with. You know why? Because it's not priority. Let, let me ask you about this. It says all players would have the right to opt out of the season under the union plan. This is the players' okay. plan who met the qualifications for high risk or reside with a person who qualifies as high risk, they would receive salary and major league service. 
I don't get what that means exactly. Uh, that, well, that's just a bunch of words thrown in the pile right there. Others who opt out would receive major league service time but no salary. I don't get what that means exactly. Are they saying, well, I, I keep my grandparent here or I have somebody with a, that lives with me or in my household so I don't need to play? Mm-hmm. And then some would get paid – and get time, I guess, when they mm-hmm. say major league service on mm-hmm. their far as their uh, retirement, retirement, yeah. and all that. But some it says would not get paid. How do, I don't understand how that would work. Did you see where the players? If y'all said this, pardon me, but the players proposed new events to increase revenue, right? Like microphones, yeah, hot mics yeah. and stuff, yeah. And so, um, the, so the players are trying to say we don't. Is that want... something they've opposed in the past? Well, is they've a... tinkered with that in All Star Games. I mean, it, it right. is pretty cool. Yeah. You've got mm-hmm. the outfielder out there talking to that the announcer cool. yeah. while the game's going on, yeah. and and then all of a sudden the ball's getting hit to him, and he's having to talk to Joe Buck and go run down a fly ball. Mm-hmm. That's entertaining. No, it is. Yeah. And you see the players like yeah. the NASCAR drivers are eventually going to have to wake up to him because that's the way it was at one time. You better help us market your product because your product's in trouble. Yeah. And in these great salaries you're enjoying, you don't have time for the microphone or in time, time for the interview or time for something we want to do you know, in the offseason. You may want to make time for that if you want to keep getting the check you've been getting. That's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think, no, well, you know what? On second thought, I'll wear it. I'll put one on me. Yeah, but yeah. The, yeah, I really like that salary. The, uh, I was they also proposed a postseason or offseason all-star game yeah. and, and our home run derby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So, so anyway, uh, why would you have – Guys, you I have got, a second All-Star game? Guys, I don't, I'm trying to follow. I don't know. That's weird. I'm going to go back to this again, guys. I cared two weeks ago. I don't anymore. I'm going back to this. What <laughs> I, really I don't. The, what I saw over the weekend, why are we even talking about this? Open up the stadiums. Let's have, let's have sports. Absolutely. Yeah. Undoubtedly, it's over. Yeah. Social yeah. distancing's Rick and over. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the people we go, the lines are open at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and your phone calls are coming in. Here we go. Long distance, directly assistance, and I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm. Uh, ten, lo- ten lines strong, so you can get in, and there's room for you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. I do want to point you to Casper. Good to have them back in the mix with us again. Years of research, hundreds of tests, thousands of... Uh, uh, you know, making adjustments uh, with all the things going on with Casper. And the result, the latest and dreamiest in sleep innovation, introducing the new mattresses from Casper.com slash Bubba. They've, they've done it again. Uh, they have a new line of mattresses that, they, that you, know, you didn't think they could make what they already had better. But you know what they said? We're not going to be satisfied with just being here. Let's keep working. Let's, let's see if we can't make it even better. And, uh, and they have. Uh, if you're waking up with back pain, introducing uh, Zone Support, Casper's unique uh, system designed to keep your spine aligned when you sleep, something brand new uh, called Airscape. Bubba, that sounds like that's up your alley right there. Uh, engineered from foam layers, and, and it's got to uh, help you regulate your sleep temperature. I, you know, if you get in the bed and you get hot, and you get all stuffy, and you start throwing cover off or hanging. You ever done that thing where you hang one leg out? Yes. To let it oh, get some, I, yeah. get some, get some air that. on it. Uh, but anyway, so it helps you with that. So right now, if you go to Casper.com, we've got an offer for you, free shipping and free returns. Uh, also, a free contactless delivery if you want that uh, and free returns. Go to Casper.com slash Bubba for $100 off your mattress order. Cap- Casper.com slash Bubba for $100 off. Uh, use that code. Also, there's a link for Casper at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. So put them to work for you. 
Uh, we we start with Curtis out of Pelham. Curtis, hello. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. What's going on, fellas? You, hey. bu- you buddy. Hey, nothing much. Hey, uh, I saw over the weekend that the medical examiner in Minneapolis said that uh, the guy did not die from asphyxiation, that it was underlying conditions of heart failure and other stuff. If that is the truth, does that change anything of why people are doing what they're doing? What do y'all think? It will not. Uh, it won't, uh, I don't think, because uh, the family of uh, George Floyd already rejects the medical examiner's findings, and they're going to do a private autopsy uh, to see if it has um, a different um, finding. Uh, so they, they're, you know, I, I think the fact that you have this policeman doing what he did in front of people with this evil, bizarre look on his face, mm-hmm. with no concern about George Floyd whatsoever, when people are obviously saying you've got him under control enough already, and after he passes away, he leaves his knee on there for about another two and a half minutes. I think you're going to have a real tough time changing. Now I'm talking about the ones that I don't know what to do with these rioters and the the looters and the anarchists. I'm talking about the legitimate protesters. Um, I don't think it's going to change their narrative because, and I would agree. I think what we still see here, no matter what, if we get down to the you know the minute you know details of how the body finally went away and could somebody who was maybe didn't have these underlying conditions, I don't know, could have stayed under this officer's knee longer. Yeah. It looked like the officer was going to leave it there no matter what until the person yeah. was dead. Uh, that's how it looked. And so I, I don't think it will it will change the, the people being upset, and honestly, I don't think it should as far as the policeman's concerned. Now, yeah. some of this other stuff, I don't know. And also the narrative on, narrative on whether it's racially motivated, that narrative still has not been shown. And, you know, I, we pulled up a study – that we had uh, last summer because there hasn't been a new one in 2019. And this was out of Michigan, uh, uh, Michigan State University. And they did uh, exhaustive research. And the narrative that white officers are are more likely to shoot minorities is just a false narrative. There's no evidence to support that. Now you, you have, and this is the Michigan State University. Hey, we're, we're just going to go out and get the numbers and bring them in. And this narrative is has yet to be proven. And now that doesn't mean that we can't get upset about individual situations like this one. We should. But this overreaching deal that if if you're if you're a minority in America, there's white cops out to get you and you and you walk in the street and they can't wait to kill you, that really is has not been proven uh, to be true. Uh, research after research after research. When when you look at this, it, it, this the research you can find it for yourself. Twenty nineteen July is when it came out, Michigan State University, and uh, and they they came back with the findings and they said the vast majority between ninety and ninety five percent of civilians shot by officers were also actively attacking police or other citizens when they were shot. Ninety percent also were armed with a weapon when they were shot, and they said there are horrific cases of accidental shootings, no doubt about that. But they're saying this is a very small percentage. And they say that uh, if you look at these shootings, it said um, um, that when, when white people were shot, 50% of those shootings were because the person had some sort of mental disorder. 20% of black civilians also had a mental disorder, 30% of Hispanics. But they said, really, if you look at the numbers, the number of African-American males that are shot and killed are shot and killed by African-American uh, law enforcement, and most of the time, there was something going on, them attacking the police or attacking someone else. 
that the 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 odds i mean the the percentage of what we saw in this particular case of this happening in our society on an ongoing basis are minute now does this case are to be dealt with and this man are to be dealt with yeah but you that's but, that's not what that's right. not what the mobs want to hear well, right go, now. Go look at the number. I would just, you know, I, I would I was, just ask us all to become yeah. a bit more informed because this is dangerous stuff we're dealing with, yeah. and we're getting people' lives destroyed and people's lives being taken, or people are being killed in this right, too. Right, and and that's what I'm talking about. Their lives are being taken and their lives are being destroyed unnecessarily, and a lot of this is based on a false narrative that is, that that has never been proven. Yeah, I don't know about this medical examiner uh, finding right. or whatever, but I, you know, I don't know what they're trying to say yeah, here on this. Yeah. But I, I think, uh, uh, of course, I'm not a medical examiner, and I don't know what uh, asphyxiation looks like uh, in a body. But I, I can pretty much, I have a pretty good feeling that that knee to the neck was the cause of this. Right. No matter what else was going on. If you're looking for this in 2019, is when it came out, and 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 they had, they did the research on some years prior to that. It's called the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, and you can find it from Michigan State University. It says the the findings show no support for the idea that white officers are biased in shooting black citizens. There is so many examples of people saying that uh, that uh, that white officers shoot black people in, in alarming numbers, and it says our study shows that just isn't true. Now they did they did account for. That a lot of times African American officers are drawn to the communities they grew up in to go back and try to help. Right. So that would increase the number of African American officers Encounters, that yeah. encounter African American people because they've returned to their community. Certainly acknowledge that, but they're saying, but but that still is that does not support. You know, you'd almost have to say, yeah, but if white officers were going in those communities, they would. Well, we don't we don't know that. We certainly know there's bad apples in uh, in law enforcement, and they should be dealt with. And we know there's evil people in every line of work, and we should we should all stand together to say that's not going to be tolerated. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. No matter what the motivation is, especially mm-hmm. in that job. Oh, in that job. Yes. Mm-hmm. We continue eight six six. We be big. Kevin in right. Alabama. Kevin, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. I was curious if you guys had seen the video that. I seen on Facebook this morning of the news media being attacked, physically attacked, and jumped on last night in Birmingham. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw some pictures of somebody showing their ear had been bloodied and their wallet had been stolen, and I think they were just trying. They were just a photographer or a reporter. I don't remember which one that worked uh, with the station that Span works for. So I was aware of that. Yes, yeah, I was just curious why. Uh, I don't understand. You know, we're well, this is the kind of stuff. The only way you can understand it is a fallen creation filled with fallen people, and and when when people get worked into a frenzy, uh, and you let chaos rule the day, chaos just produces chaos and and death and destruction and and you just it, it's it look it's it's a country, you know our country has all kinds of things that we have just paid no attention to. And 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 we we are turning into a society that we really should expect this stuff to be produced. Uh, it, 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 it's there's a it's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here beyond race, beyond police. There's a lot going on right here. I'm looking at um, at the attorney from the family for the family, uh, and 
he was on, uh, it looks like, Face the Nation this weekend. And he said that he thought that the that he he's saying the officer should face um, first degree murder charges, arguing that Floyd's death was premeditated. If it was, then he should. And I, I, but I was wondering what what he was basing that on. Or, well, that goes back to what you said earlier, and we said in the program. If we go and find out that George Floyd and Darren, I can't say his last name, Chauvin. Yeah. If they knew each other, and Chauvin was mad about something and saw it was George Floyd and this is my chance to kill him, then it ought yeah. to be murder yeah, one. absolutely mm-hmm. would be there. Yeah, and, yep. and then you do have a chance at murder one, but that has to be proven, and and so far it had. But we don't know anything yet. I mean, we're still waiting on the trial. We don't – none of us know anything but what we saw in the video. Right. And, and, and what the video showed got the man fired and arrested and charged with his best-case scenario was murder three, which is not a pleasant charge, by the way. Don't downplay that. Oh, yeah, it's going to get you 25. Yeah, yep. and, uh, so, and, and, but they can only charge him, and we don't need to live in a society that, is in, that has it any other way. We should only be charged with what the law can give a narrative that then confirms that's what we did. We, can't, we don't want to live in a society where you go, well, I know Rick really stole my wallet, but I, w- I want him charged with manslaughter because he stole my wallet, then I fell down some steps and, and, uh, and, and, and died. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, you, can't, you can't go and take people and say, well, I want this. Well, the law doesn't allow that. I don't care. Because before long, that's going to come back home to you. I, I just you feel know? like as, as this is investigated, you're going to find something else going on there. Because that was just, it was just too bizarre. Yeah, he needs, and look, if we find out that they knew each other and he had an axe to grind with George Floyd, then he ought to be murder one. Yep. But, but we need to let the process work itself out. And get to the bottom of it so we can have justice and that he can be charged appropriately. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Phone call standing by eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Stanley out of Florida. Stanley, thanks for your call, buddy. What's on your mind? Go ahead. I was just wondering where that um, you can pull that study up. Y'all were talking about that the college done. Okay, are you are you are you driving or can you write right now? I'm driving. Okay, well I'll have Hounds put it in show notes, but the the website is phys dot org. Phys dot org. Hang on, I'm, I'm gonna pull over real quick because I want to pull it up because I'm having a little debate with somebody and I want to be able to pull accurate well, numbers. Out. Well, we just we, you know we want the truth and we want we want to, we want the truth no matter what. Um, it, because it's the truth that'll set us free. It's you know everybody says all the world needs is love. Well, what what people define love in a bunch of different ways. What we really need is truth. Uh, phys.org. It's from July twenty second, twenty nineteen, from Michigan State University. Phys.org. July twenty second, twenty nineteen, Michigan State University study. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Sure. Thank you for calling. Remind uh, me during the break to come over there and send that exact link to myself. Mm-hmm. You have a, it. I a, sent it to you in a group text yesterday, by the way. Okay. Uh, let's go to Antoine in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, Antoine, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to comment on those on those stats that you're talking about. Yes. The stats, the stats that you're talking about, you know, we're you're going by what someone told you. Well, let's talk about what we actually know. You know, we we have seen this tremendous uh, number of times, you know, where uh, officers 
has shot people all in the back while running away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we. And yet and still, yet and still, there's been no charge. Now, 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 yeah. these are things that we actually know. Hey, can I tell you, you know, this, Antoine? Yeah. Let's back up, Antoine, because we want to get it right. We want to get it right. The, same one. Yeah. the, the person, okay. if you're talking about the one out of South Carolina a few years ago, we covered it on the show. Mm-hmm. That officer is in jail as we speak. What about the one? It's a lot of them that not. What about the one that's in New York? I, I, that happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm not familiar. What I'm you saying, we got to take them as individual cases, and well, we can't. Right. And we can't say just because we saw something a certain way that I believe the narrative is, narrative is what I think it is. We have to d- go through these and get to the end. And when we have policemen that are either racist or just can't handle the authority they've been placed in, then those officers need to be arrested, removed, and put in jail. We all agree with that. Right, but and but see, my thing is with that, you know, is we put officers in place, you know, because of uh, whatever the reason is. I think each and every officer that becomes a lawman should be mentally, you know, evaluated before he even has yeah. that job. Totally agree with that. One hundred percent. That's the problem yeah. in America. We just giving jobs, even even now today, we're giving jobs to kids. 21 and 22 years old. Well, I think... You know, half of those ones that ain't even had friends in high school. Well, you're Antoine, I think you're making a point. No, I think Antoine's making a point, too. Because Look, I've seen people that I went to school with that ended up in law enforcement, and I'm like, man, I don't feel good about that. Mm-hmm. But, but, right. but what I'm saying is this, but we have to address the problem as, as it is, and I think the problem, if we all together as Americans want to say, hey, we think the hiring practices of law enforcement Need some help, and I think one of the things that also may be the issue. I'm not so sure. You know, a kid who was 19 or a kid who's 21, say 50 years ago, versus today, that person does not have the same uh, uh, maturity level as a 21 year old, say from the 50s. You know, and uh, so there maybe there's some things to look at, but but I just wanted you to know that what 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 I'm reading from though on the stats, these are the stats because this study went and looked at every single case. Now, again, maybe it would be different from 2019 to 2020. I, I don't know that we can make that big a difference in one year, but this was updated up to 2019, and they do go to every arrest, every killing, every problem, and and they look at it. And, you know, somebody asked me this the other day, and look, this is just the way things are because anything that has a racial element to it, we do need to look at, we do need to get to the bottom of. But when we have you know, an African-American officer that shoots an African-American or we have a white officer that shoots a, a white person or we have a, a Latino officer that shoots someone that's Latino, those things don't get covered. They're not stories. They're only stories when you have the race that is different. If it's a white officer that does something concerning a minority, then that's a news story. And I understand that. That's the way the world is. And some of that is to be blamed on the way white people have behaved throughout history in this country. I don't have a problem with that. Got that. You know, and like when somebody like Jeremiah, the first day he ever called this show, he admitted that when he saw that we were guys from Alabama, he thought we were all a bunch of hillbilly racists. Now, I can get mad and I can tell Jeremiah that I'm offended that he saw me that way just because of where I'm from and what color my skin is. But you know what? Who I really need to blame are the people from my part of the world that have acted the way they acted, and that's why I get stereotyped with them. That's who I need to blame. And, you know, I can tell Jeremiah and the, of the world all day long, don't see me as a racist because I'm white and I'm from Alabama. But the reason why people see me that way is the way white people in Alabama have acted. 
And so I understand that. So I, I try to live in such a way that if you make that accusation against me, it, it look you look foolish or it's unfounded or get to know me just like I need to get to know you. You know, it works both ways. Well, you know, yes, I need to get to know you, but you kind of need to get to know me too before you start, you know, labeling stereotypes on me. And Rick, just just so you have the facts, uh, the shooting in in uh, North Charleston, South Carolina, that we're talking about, the officer who shot Walter Scott, that was his name. His name was uh, Slager, S L A G E R. Uh, he was sentenced to twenty years in prison. Yeah, now he mentioned and one in New York. Guilty of second-degree murder. And, and, and we Antoine, saw that he should have been. Yeah and, yeah, and that officer should have been put away, and he was. But the one in New York, Antoine, I'm sorry, if, if, if there was something there that wasn't didn't, didn't produce justice, I'm just not familiar with the case. And I, right, I, and I, that, I, listen, that, and that is the problem. There's too many of them to keep up with. Right. But, again, the stats show something different. But at least I think the fact that we're trying to look at this and understand it and get to the bottom of it is a positive thing. Yeah, but we should. But we got it. We got to somehow all separate ourselves from the rioters and the anarchists, and 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 this because is because they are people that want to see us continually keep this stirred up on both sides and on both sides who make a living. You're right, and and I think a lot of us in the middle want justice for everyone. We want our police officer law enforcement held to a very high standard. And we want to live in peace and prosperity. Yeah. And the biggest misnomer on this, if someone's truly a racist, the things that are going on now don't scare them. It just galvanizes them. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. And teleport. You got more Rick and Bubba. Turn it. Let's go. Let's go. Well, I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler here today. Stretch Armstrong, he's winding down his master's degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. It's all right. Welcome back for a brand new hour, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubsy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us on the Rick and Bubba Show. What I know about now, I made enough to make a young gun proud. All right, so we got new interns today Lauren McCon, Tori Scroggins, McCoy Walters are all here, Bubba, and I say, let's break them in. Let's break them in. Let them spin the wheel. Will of Meat. We're starting the week off with it. Prizes galore. Uh, of course, there's meat from harryanddavid.com. Uh, also, we'll find our way to some flowers for you today from 1-800-Flowers.com. Uh, they're on the wheel. Moultrie's got cool stuff on the wheel. Rick and Bubba prizes all over the wheel, including that Father's Day sought-after gift, the spatula. Uh, it is there, and we've also got BuzzBox Coffee. we got Blaze TV subscriptions, but there's also potential 
pitfalls. Not everyone, Bubba, is a winner. Uh, so here's what we're doing. We're going to go to our interns because they're not going to get to use these names much longer. And our new <laughs> interns, on their very first day, we're going to let them spin the wheel of meat. Oh, that Which, is Which, uh, by the way, Str- Stretch Armstrong said, you realize I haven't even spun it yet. Well, Stretch, you haven't spun the wheel of meat? <clears throat> You've never spun the wheel of me? <laughs> do, do you desire to spin it? Would you like to do the last spin today? Would you like to do the last spin today? Because we're not going to do it again this week, and you're leaving Wednesday. Yeah, I can do the last spin. All right, last I think, spin's I think yours. you need to let him do hey, it. Hey, yeah. stretch. Last spin's yours. <laughs> okay? All right, thank you. Thanks for letting me know that, Speedy. I didn't yeah. know that. All right, so which one is up first? Who is this? First one. I'm Lauren. Hello, Lauren. Where you co- Where you come from? Bluntsville, Alabama. Bluntsville, Alabama. And it's your last name, McCon? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, we're, we're welcome. And uh, what, what university do you go to? University of the Cumberlands. University uh, of the Cumberlands. That may be a first time. I don't think we've ever had yeah, anybody. I, I think so. University yeah. of the Cumberlands. Yeah, All right. So, Kentucky. Uh, so we need to say, Lauren, you got to say, uh, you're listening. Do you know what you're listening for to spin it? Wow, what a wheel. Look at you. Yeah, Look at ready. you. You may stay. Uh, Mike in Alabama, what do you say to new intern Lauren? Wow, what a win! Hand of truth, never, never had his thumb up any higher. Christmas pig smiling from ear to ear. Here we go. Greg on the drums, making some right. All right, let's see what happens. Drums still working. Uh, Yo! Oh, oh, right out of the gate! Right out of the gate! Henry the horse! Henry the horse! Now, you horse, you! What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. Hey, I know we've got a whole lot of racial strife going on right now. Oh, I'm so nervous. Across the country. Right. And I just want to say that I'm so proud of the Rick and Bubba Show for hiring a bald black guy named Calvin. (laughs) Way to go, guys. Let's get some. <laughs> Chris, thank you, Henry. Right out of the gate. Right out. Of, thank you, Henry. Greg, turn that. We can't hear you. Uh, so, what's your name? Tori Scroggins. Hey, Tori Scroggins. Tori, where are you from? I'm from Alabaster, Alabama. Alabaster, Alabama. So, where do you go to school? Alabama. A rotate. Roll side. Rotate. <laughs> A rotate to you, Tori. All right. So, let's go to Chris. Uh oh, in Tennessee. Uh oh, Tennessee. Uh, Chris, this has to hurt to have uh, somebody goes to Bama spinning for you. I'll be all right. All right, what do you say? <laughs> well, what a wheel. Let it rip. A little, oh, little English on easy. It. A little, easy spin. Little English on it. Dory, let's see what you what you spin here for Chris. Uh, oh my goodness, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. All right, buddy, flowers it is. Well, uh, 1-800-Flowers.com will send this to whomever you want. you got assorted roses, spring lilies, or assorted tulips. Which one you want? I'll take the tulips. Tulips it is. You sound like a tulip guy. All right, we'll put you on home. <laughs> Rick, I don't know if that's a compliment. What's wrong with that? You sound like a guy like I tulip. sound like a tulip. <laughs> i tell you what I'd like to have is a tulip. <laughs> You know they're uh, under. I think they're underrated a little bit. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel this loves a tulip. <laughs> uh, let's go. You know what? Uh, we go and play some Paul Bear Bryant's grave. Tulip. Tulips. <laughs> uh, let's go to Ken. 
I don't know my flowers like I do. I don't either. No. Sherry, snakes. Or what's Sherry, annuals or what's uh, – Sherry will you know. tell me what some flower we have in the yard is, and I will ask about it. I know. It's, I, 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 now I know. Hey, baby, what's that purple one out there? Well, yeah. I like that one. And do they ever tell you how many times have I told you this? <laughs> right. Is that a hydrangea? <laughs> uh, Ken, welcome to the show. Let's see who you're going to have spinning. Uh, son, what's your name? This is McCoy Walters. I'm from Jones County, Mississippi, and I go to Southern Miss. Yeah, come on, Eagles! To the top! To the top, baby! <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what, Bluxy? What? Oh, that's... Yeah, Ken, what do, you, what do you want to say to McCoy to get him to spend you a prize? Well, what a wheel. Let's go, McCoy! Bring it for Brent. Hey, he's a real yeah, McCoy. The kid. The pride of Hattiesburg. Let's see what happens. Ken, what you pulling for today? Yeah. I'd like to meet you. Okay. Let it, let Always it. a good choice. Oh, I thought you heard. Oh, yeah. Teeping, teeping, teeping. Wipe it. Wipe it, Greg. Rump ribbon it is for you. Uh, have the have the supplies caught back up? We forgot it was up there. Yeah, we did. Because for a minute, we're like, now, what's our cheer? Teeping, we still have some of our special yeah. toilet paper. Really. So you got some toilet paper. The entire show will sign it for you. Uh, we'll put that on the wrapper because we don't want you to get in a bind. And uh, and so we'll send you Rick and Bubba toilet paper. Hey, great. Never hurts to have too much. That's right. You're right. Has, has the supply call back up? Uh, I think it may vary place to place. It, where I live. They're still limiting in certain areas, though. Where I, where I, I, I still can't believe that our, our yeah. supply of toilet paper is that fragile. I know. Bring me straight. Come on, big guy. Serious business. I was at uh, one of the big box, Costco. I'll just throw it out there. And Ooh. they didn't have. They were out. This was last week. Where I live, across the street. So they were empty boxes. Never has box. it. Yeah. Never has it. Well. And on the other side of the street. All you want. Wow. How can that be? I don't Two know. different brands, but I'm talking yeah. about steel. Yeah. All right. Rick, with, hey, with tears, uh, oh, tears straight. coming out of his eyes, he says, uh, Y'all are making my day. This is the biggest moment of my life. Stretch. <laughs> we got to get you out more, Stretch. Stretch, would you, <laughs> would you mind? And if you if you still say social distance, that's fine. I'd like to come over and give you a hug. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay with me. Did he say, did he mean? Oh, look at that. Did he mean? Rick, did he mean that's okay? Like, I, no, I don't want I that. Yeah, no. I think you know, There's two ways to say that. I I I, I'm with you, Bubba. Like, I, if you said, if you said, I'm gonna hug, you, I go, that's okay. I, that, like, I think that's like the pass. answer he gave. Can no. I tell you what I love about? Did you no, pass enjoy- or did you invite him in? I invited. Okay. Okay. I invited him in. 100. But here's what I sure. I wasn't convicted by that. Here's what I love about <laughs> or this. Or convinced, either one. Here's what I love about this. Here's what I love about this kid. It can be. It can be both. Can tell what I love about this kid. He has so much respect. That that even if I, he meant for me not to hug him, he would have said, You're "You know right. what? This is the guy I'm working for. Yeah, let him hug me. I know. You know." And then he would have filed a complaint later. Sure. And <laughs> so, all right. But anyway, so Stretch, you've done a tremendous job. He and has. You, you got put in some adverse conditions. I love you, Stretch so much. I'm about to break the law and shake his hand. <laughs> I'm oh, just, wow. I love Stretch so much. I'm going to go online and I'm gonna order something Baylor Bears and start wearing <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sick them Bears. Hey, right. Sick them Bears. Sick them Bears. <laughs> all right. Let's let's uh, let's. Brian, see. you love that. Don't you? Let's go to uh, Meridian, listening to the buzz. Where Jimmy is standing by. Jimmy, what do you say to Stretch Armstrong to send him on his way this week? Good morning, Stretch. Wow, what a wheel. Spin that baby, dirty hair. <laughs> by the way, if I did any there. if I did any movie like The Chosen and all that, this biblical base, right. I will he will play the role of one of the disciples. <laughs> oh yeah, well that, he's got to look, doesn't he? Yeah. 
I don't know if he can see, but he looks like it. $50 gift card from harryanddavid.com. They'll send that to you via email. Look for that. And uh, thank you for sending Stretch Armstrong out on a win. There you go. And thanks for listening to us on the buzz. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be back. I guess, that, I guess that pillow fell out of the bass drum. <laughs> You know what? I, I hate. I, let me tell you this. I hate to look like an anarchist, but I'm about to burn that drum set. All right, we'll, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba. Glad you didn't hit us now with that, Rick. <laughs> Coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, bro. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. As we make our way back, thank you for being with us. So, Will of Meat has spun, and uh, I, I didn't know that Stretch had not spun it yet. He's had so much going on, but uh, so we had all the interns here, and he got the last spin in. He's too busy for that. Yeah, he was. Greg, he had a lot going on. He had a lot going on. Yeah. How about, you know what he was? He was the kind of person, you know, people got trapped on cruise ships. He got trapped in Rick and Bubba's studio. Oh, couldn't no, get out. Couldn't get I out. know. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he got trapped there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he did. He was hung. <laughs> yeah. But apparently COVID-19 and social distancing's over. Yep. So we oh, can, yeah. We can. Uh, we might as well just open everything up now. That's I it. mean, let's, let's, get the, let's get sports going. Let's get right. it all going. Yeah. Why so not? when uh, you're diving on my vehicle, busting out my windshield, that's violating the six-foot rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it's, well no, no, only if I came all the way in the vehicle. I got you. Okay. If I'm just breaking your windows. I saw a lot of that. If I'm just breaking your windows out, you know, but I don't stick my head in and I've got a mask on, we're still We're good. Okay. It's like being at a restaurant. We move the tables apart from each other. Now, if I come in your car and start choking you, then of course then we, we violated it. Uh, so um, let's. Uh, Hams, uh, what, what is this footage of you taking trees down over the weekend? And well, and I know we, I, don't tomorrow you're going to move your mama or something. Yeah, yeah, move her from one nursing home to the next. So I'm Greg, moving, I'm moving back. Over Greg there. will not be around me for like ten or twelve days. No, he said, yeah, after I get around. back, he goes to a nursing home. You think <laughs> I'm going to sit by him? That's true. So we have at the top Thanks. of our. Uh, I need to sit out for two weeks. <laughs> At the top of our firing that microphone up. top of our driveway, we have six trees, Ooh. two of which have died, as you, can, as you can see. Mm-hmm. And um, so Amanda said, hey, I'm done with the trees. She's been on me for, for months now to start taking these. Well, right, right. the one on the far end that you will see in a minute, see the one on the far end left if you're looking at the TV, yeah. mm, it, is, it is leaning towards the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that one scared me. The rest of them are perfectly either straight up or leaning towards where they need to go. So I was very concerned about the one on the end. I told Amanda, I said, let me knock out these two first, and then I'll I'll tackle that one if I feel feel good about it. I actually got a quote, uh, man, to take a tree down. It's so expensive. And I I even, you know, I have a guy. He gave me another guy. He's got to help you out. And I just thought, man, I I can't justify this. If I can do it myself. Was that going to haul it off, too? So, well, I got several quotes of hauling it off and all hauling that. Hauling it off to me is the worst. Don't, so, don't even oh, take the deal. There's no hard off. Work. I know. Oh, yeah. So, that being said. Um, Sometimes you just need to let them lie there a while. <laughs> Amanda said, hey, look, we're not doing anything this afternoon. Can you cut the, Can you cut a tree or two down? I'm like, 
Okay, I'll I'll tackle it. And so that's what you see in the video. I cut three of them down. Look this is right the there. second one that I have cut. And so those two were the easy one. Now the the other one. Now I tied. I had three. Di- you'll love this. You talking about redneck? I had three different hundred foot ropes, probably at twelve to fourteen feet. 10 feet and 8 feet tied, and you can see them on this third one. And I had the infinity at the very bottom of our, uh, our, our SUV. At the very bottom, I had it tied to that and tightened, pulling that way. And I, you know, I notched it, and it fell right where it needed to fall. Mm. So, <laughs> luckily. What? And, uh, <laughs> that's Caroline, by the way. Yeah. She, I didn't know they were Somebody filming all business. this. And... Uh, there's a there's a side of me though that when it's you see a tree fall and it goes bad, there's something funny about that. Like if it lands on the oh, car. Oh sure, I mean yeah. where we pull it. Ain't my car. It's funny. Hey, those are not my car. I'd love to see it. <laughs> so well, you know, this is the fun part, okay? And uh, that's Carolina. Now is that in your backyard? <clears throat> no, that's it's in the front, front yard. It's the front. So if those fall to the to the other way, they're in the street. By the way. Yeah. So you and you what know. I love about his neighborhood is that you know a lot of folks in in that neighborhood they, they don't do their own yard work. Mm. They hired comp- yeah. hire companies. They can't believe some guys. So in their you own have yard a lot of working. passerbyers that slow down just because you know hey is that the homeowner actually doing that? I Who's know. out here doing that? Right. And you said you had a neighbor come over drink, drinking some coffee and just talking with He's you about doing yeah. it. And when you told him you learned how to He's do like, this on YouTube. He's like, how did you learn how to do this? He's like, you like look professional. He'd been watching me up there. Oh yeah. And I said, I just watched it on YouTube. And he's like, so you watched YouTube? I said, now, nah, look, I've got a little practice. I've been doing this for a couple years now, trying to figure it out. And I said, but yeah, I just watched it on YouTube. And I wish you could have seen the look oh, I, I got. I know. Like, so you're out here. A tree could easily go in the street. Yeah. And you're, you're, yeah. you watched it on YouTube? Can I tell you? YouTube's I'm, amazing, man. You find out how to do no, everything No, you're right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I've, I've got a question I need to ask today on the show because I looked for it on YouTube and I didn't like the videos. They weren't very helpful because I thought the same thing. But yeah, I that's strange because there's, there's about a thousand and I probably, of anything. I probably just didn't find the right one. Yeah. Yeah. But, I probably should have done a video on this. It would have helped people out. Yeah, I, I, I have found, you know, if it like I did with the spiral dog, which has become a sensation. But the uh, – yeah, I'm just like um, – when, I think when I go to any time I use a YouTube how-to and it's got cartoon, you know, like I look and some of the animation on it, like they've used cartoon logos on it, yeah. it just didn't feel like – I don't know if they're messing with me or they, you, know, you got to watch that. But uh, but this is one of the rare cases with your house because I know you've hated your house being down that hill. But for these trees coming down, for them to be going downhill was number one. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And now here's the bat. Now that's fun when you get to do that. But now you realize, well, there's a lot of cleanup with that. A lot of cleanup. Oh yeah. So now I've got. You should see what all's piled up at the street now to come by, and I really can't do anything else until they come get what's up there. Mm. So I've submitted a request. It'll take me a month to get all that out. I'm sure, okay. and I'll milk it like you know, yeah. a like, limb a day. No, I love a couple limbs a day. Now I'm gonna now of course try to get Braden to help me. He took two limbs at the top and went back in, played Xbox. Yeah. Um, sure. And that's on me. I it's probably should have forced it, but yeah. it was hard. It was hard because Amanda and the girls were at the pool. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to tell him, hey, you need to come out here and help me when they're all, you know, at the pool. Mm. So, but that, now I will say this they will get in a mode at some point this week where they'll take a bunch of them to the road. And that'll be very helpful to me. Did you, did you talk to anybody about, hey, I'll cut them down if you'll just come get them? No, mm-hmm. I, no. No. Matter of fact, I I did the reverse. I talked to somebody about cutting them down and me cleaning it up just because I was scared of that one. Um, 
You laid it down pretty good. Well, it, but I was nervous. you I tied was nervous. it to your car, the ropes to your car? Yes. Yep. And I just – I got Amanda to, in the car. She was keying oh, this. Okay. That's and, and I told her, I said, look, don't hit the gas. Just, just let off the brake, and when you feel it stop – then just put the brake on, and then and here in a minute, I'm just going to let you just take off the brake. Unbelievable. But don't hit the gas. Just take off the brake and let it coast a little bit. She had plenty of room. You but know, you had to make sure go. those ropes were longer than the height of the tree. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If not, you got tree on car yep. with wife in it. That's what, even worse. Which would have been a better bit for us but, today. But you, but, yeah. know why <laughs> I know, you know why I know this? Watch it on YouTube. That's right. All right, I'm going to ask you I'm about I'm an arborist. I'm going to ask you about something when we come back. Okay. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. We thank you for being with us today. And, uh, you know, if you have uh, already gone to carshield.com, congratulations. Well done. Uh, because uh, like a lot of us out there, uh, you have automobiles either that you bought new and you've, you've driven past the warranty, or you just bought a used car, which doesn't have a lot of warranty, and you've already driven past it. So if it's anywhere, if it's a used car, it could be as low as 5,000 miles you put on it uh, because, um, you know, that it already had mileage when you got it. But anyway, so whatever the case may be, how would you like to extend uh, and have yourself uh, under a protection plan? Well, CarShield can do that. They can save you thousands for covered repairs, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. You get to choose your plan and your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, and CarShield takes care of the rest. They also, when you're under the CarShield, offer 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. CarShield has helped over 1 million customers, so drive with confidence knowing you got coverage from America's number one protection provider. Uh, so if you want to find out how to save some money on the plan you pick, always the promo code Bubba can do that for you. Uh, go to carshield.com, uh, just enter the promo code Bubba, and you'll save 10% off whichever protection plan you decide to pick. There's also a link that gets you that too at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so I have a question. Now we'll say this. We don't have to get into some long phone segment about this to where after the third call somebody's told you what to do and because and, and I, I want to protect the audience. But I, I've gone to YouTube, and I'll ask you guys first. And if you want to, if you will email me, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do a whole phone segment. Just email it to me uh, because sometimes when we're doing some of the self-home improvement stuff, after about the first or second call, it doesn't become overly entertaining for the audience. Mm-hmm. But I do need this information. And if you guys are like me, you know when I make a mistake is when I don't go to the audience. When you yeah, go, when you true. go, yep, when yep. you go to this audience, let me tell you something. You will get answers. You will. I mean, the, the, now sometimes you don't want to go to the audience about your health. No. We've, we've, look, we've learned That's that. Not good. Do no. not do not go to the audience about. Your hey, health. they got all the stories do, you need. Yeah, but and, and they will give you the worst case scenario. Yeah, you'll you'll be convinced that you are going to uh, you know die before you get through the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. So, but you'll I'm, start having breathing problems immediately. Yeah. And you guys know, and I've openly, I've openly admitted this. I've tried to do a little better, but uh, but I I have no handy skills whatsoever. I will say this: so it's last week. Not only did we do a burn the brush pile, but mm-hmm. went over to camp house and fixed the door. Oh, oh did you? Yeah, we had a door, the door sticking. I had a door sticking. 
Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I told Sherry, I said, hang on here a minute, little lady. Something's happened over the camp house. You got the fire. I need to go get me a Phillips head. Yeah, cause I you knew be, what that was? I want to be you real know, specific. Can I tell you, doors and them not fitting and squeaking is, is haunts yeah. me in several places. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a good finish guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can I can put longer screws in a, right. in a door hinge, but mm. then you stand back and things all cattywampus, and you go, "No, wait a minute, how can that be?" And then, <laughs> then later, it's out of whack again. I, yeah. I, I will say this: it's you know, especially because you know, in our weather, cold, hot, cold, hot, mm-hmm. humid, not humid, 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 not, and that mm-hmm. wood just, we, we, yeah. which gets me to my second point. But I want to get you to this. So uh, I will say I realize that our friend who we bought Camp House from. That was right next to the farm. Mm-hmm. I realized that he is more handy than me, but I'm afraid that he and I had a lot more in common than I realized when I see the things I keep encountering okay. of how he had things rigged and all this kind of stuff. First of all, when you put in the, the door handle onto the door into the house, it doesn't turn the right way. You know, you're supposed to go in like this. Well, it right. goes, it goes, it goes right to left mm-hmm. as opposed to left to right. So every time you open it, you ram it because you're trying to turn it this so, way. It goes the opposite way. Funny. When would you need one of those? Is that a left-handed? I mean, they're not saying as, as a I, left-handed. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you what happened is put it in is, is Tommy Lenore put it in backwards, and and they just lived with it the rest of their life. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm too lazy to turn it out the right way. So so anyway, so we just both of us are just gonna live with that. How door about handle. when you have a left hand or right hand door? You know, it depends which way it opens based on where the Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway. You have to put your back up against it and figure yeah. out what you're So every <laughs> single time that I unlock the deadbolt into Camp House, I always turn it the wrong oh, way and, right. and get stopped. Then I go, it's back the other way. So anyway, you know how all this thing, like we just talked about, wood moves and it does all this. Where it had gotten where, you know, the inside where, you know, it, the, the screws have kind of worked their way out mm-hmm. a little bit. And now, now it's getting hung and you can't get it open. So I, I hate that squeaking noise. <laughs> you know, when you're trying to close so it and I, hit something. So I took a... So I got the Phillips head over and took care of that. You open it right now. Now you're going to have to go to the left. When you do, it'll open. <laughs> so anyway, so one thing that happened, you know, the, the Sherry, what we it really literally has turned into Sherry's house, my house. When we go to the farm, it's like I had to like say, so when we go to bed at night, am I in your house or am I going to go over to camp house? <laughs> so I was able to stay. It's really turned into a she shack is what it's turned yeah, into. Okay. Sherry has taken our little tiny little little white little farmhouse down there and it's turned into a she shack she's made it all cute that's her word i want it's it's cute and everything in there's cute and she's redone some of it and all this she said well it, it's been around Cheryl, for somebody it, done burn up your she shed it, yeah i, I, I don't I know start why, doing that why do they need a she shed they have the whole house I, i've never understood that <laughs> careful so, there Bubba. so anyway what's happened is this this little house and i mean it's it's about the size of the studio mm-hmm. okay this little house was built Good night. Who knows when? I mean, it, it goes way, way back. Generations of people that have lived on this particular <laughs> land. So that means that it, there came a time. But the problem is when you, you know, and we're so thankful to be in a position to have a place that we can go. But a lot of times, especially when the kids are a certain age, you're so busy, you struggle to get there. So you're not giving it the maintenance you would where you live all the time. Right. Well, over time, the windows got to where they weren't sealing very good, and we went down there one day, and it had got. I noticed that there was moisture on some of the, and some of the stuff is furniture from my my grandmother and stuff like that. And I, we could tell that it was it was damp. Yeah. And so we're like, hey, something's got to change. So all the windows had to be replaced and all that to be sure it properly, not too much sealed, but sealed enough. To yeah. Keep well, you, yeah, you want it sealed there. Well, because of the different weather, now we have dressers in the house. You can't open the drawers. 
I mean, you cannot open. <laughs> I mean, you go got, up and you start pulling weird. and pulling wood wood drawers, mm-hmm. and you can't get them Expanded. open. Wow. I mean, you you. I mean, I'm talking about I pulled as hard as I can. Are you talking about just recently? Uh, well, it's been it's gotten gradually gotten worse, but this time we went down there and we were like, you know what, we can't even get these drawers open at all. And I think it was when that happened. I don't think it's a current problem. Yeah, because usually but, that's when it's more humid. Yeah, but that, what yeah. happened? It's a past problem yeah. that we hadn't addressed because we haven't been down there right. much. And I mean, like, it was so funny. Like we were, you know, we we keep clothes down there for when you're down there. Well, we couldn't get to them because <laughs> uh, we we couldn't yeah. get the. And we couldn't get any of the door. You shouldn't have to take a crowbar to get in your yeah. drawers. So, like, if you, if you got one little side thing, like, next to the bed, and it has three drawers in it, like, two of them won't open in the bottom and wheel. And the two that won't open, I mean, I, mean, I even got kind of, like, treasure hunt. I wonder what's in there. <laughs> but, but, I mean, does anybody can email, you wow. can email me. What what do you do to get these wood dresser drawers that have sealed up and they won't open I guess from the wood expanding or the moisture that got yeah, in there. I guess is it over? I mean, do I need to that's, like that's that's severe when you can't open them. I mean, you you can't and and then like there's a lot of them that it's hard to open. Then there's some that will not open. Wow. I mean, they're completely sealed wow. shut, and you hmm. cannot open these drawers. So if some of you and I went on to YouTube, Hams, like you know, I should. Mm-hmm. I went to YouTube to try to say you know, but every time I was, what do you search for? And I'm searching for yeah. mm-hmm. woody wood drawers, dresser Stuck drawers, that, drawers that won't open. <laughs> And then some people were talking about things that didn't have to do with this. You know, people were talking about rollers. I'm like, no, we ain't talking about rollers. We're talking uh-huh. about, I mean, it's yeah. it is a wood drawer in an old wood oh, dresser, <laughs> and it's it's sealed shut, and you can't get them open. When did you first notice it? Uh, I've been noticing it like last year that they were getting where they wouldn't open smoothly. So it's been an ongoing thing. But but this is the first time that you. I mean, you think they would be you know shrunk down right now because the humidity is fairly yeah. low. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, not for long. Yeah, I don't know what if it, did it get to the point that it expanded and then it didn't go back down this time or whatever. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking, Rick, yeah. on how how to fix stuck drawers. Yeah, but again, <laughs> some of that's got to do with the the kind that roll with uh-huh. the little. Yeah. that's just this is you got to picture old furniture, old look where it's wood with wood. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, it's and those of uh, I mean, they're nice and they look good and Sherry's little she shack, but we, we we can't now we can't get to the clothing that's in these drawers. And uh, and like I say, some of these are like, gosh, grandma, uh, Meemaw's furniture would. There's no telling how old that is. Oh yeah. You know, back when furniture was not really good. And uh, but but yeah, the drawers. So I don't know. And so you've tried instead of pulling like pressing down and everything. I've tried all the tricks that have worked in the past. Yeah. Shame you can't do it like a phone. Just throw rice on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, some, know, some suggested carrying it out to Sherry's burn pile, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can I tell you what's funny? You know, because Sherry knows me. I said, let's just get these out of here and get some more. Yep. And she's like, you're not throwing these away. You don't even know what's in them. I was like, what, socks? Who cares? We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. If you got final phone calls, we'll get to it. Thanks to, for the emails on the drawers, and I'll look at some of that and see what we can do, and maybe that'll that'll help. Uh, so thanks for that, and uh, I'll look over those when we're done today and put some of them into play. So as we uh, as we make our way back, obviously we know you know the state of our country right now, and it's. Um, it's just not good as chaos uh, is ruling the day. Uh, so, but it's become so random and chaotic. And again, uh, we'll get some of your phone calls coming up on any topic. But 
people are, and, and this is what's going to happen, and you understand it, that eventually innocent people in all this are not just going to allow uh, people to tear up their property, tear up their cars, uh, physically harm them. And so the next wave of this is going to be all the people that are getting pushed around are going to now start protecting what is theirs and protecting mm-hmm. themselves. And then we're going to have, you know, we're going to, it's, it's, it's going to be, I guess, what the anarchists want. It will literally be wars in the streets of America. Uh, and hopefully we don't get to that. But every now and then when you see someone who isn't doing anything to make the world better, is just being violent and destructive to be violent and destructive, you see somebody that has just had enough. Mm-hmm. Or this person tries to randomly take on somebody and doesn't realize he's taking on ex-NBA player J.R. Smith, mm-hmm. uh, who is a big, big man. 6'6", 225. <laughs> And uh, how about we've we've got somebody in the riots that uh, boy they they messed with the wrong person's automobile and car. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and and his his property. And we have the footage of J.R. Smith. Um, uh, a, a guy vandalizes his car, and buddy J.R. Smith says that ain't going to happen today. Well, the video picks up of him um, kicking the man uh, right after he discovered what he was trying to do to his car. Guys, don't record it, please. Please, just respect his privacy, please. Come on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Utah so might have vandalized the wrong car. Oh. <laughs> so, wait, that was the one with the beeps. But, but the uh, boy, boy, boy. The guy kind of looked like Rod Stewart that uh, JR thought he did it. And I think JR was probably out protesting. And he's coming back around his house and realizes, hey, I just saw a guy break my window out of my truck. Yeah, well, here's what you have, to your point, if he was involved in it. So we have, here's the world we live in. We have protesters. We have looters and rioters, and they may or may not belong to anybody. And then we have the anarchist. So we not only will, like you just see here, we may have a protester Right. Who then gets in the fight with an anarchist? Right. Who then may be robbed by a looter? Mm. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's just Mania, gotten man. real it, orderly. It is. It is. A, well, it's chaos. It is. It's, mm-hmm. But but you kind of love the guy trying to vandalize the car, uh, vandalizing the wrong vehicle. Yeah. I mean, I look. I hate to see this kind of stuff, but deep down, I got to say that guy that guy got what was coming, and that is the wrong car to vandalize right there. Yeah. Yeah. Run, run along. Run, run along, Antifa. So uh, I'd like to see J.R. Smith update his car situation, to be honest. Well, you know, maybe he's being reasonable. <laughs> maybe he's being reasonable. Well, it said a truck, so mm-hmm. I, maybe I, that's I not see. in the picture. It's, yeah, I think it's, it right. may have been a car or two up the street okay. over there. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I thought it was that smart car he's next to. But isn't it funny how somebody who promotes violence gets some violence put back on top oh, of it? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you, you hate to see it come to that, but if you don't want that to happen, leave people's car alone. Uh, to the phones we go, Greg and Cropwell. Greg, go ahead. Hey, I uh, wrote a song about the virus. My wife doesn't think it's funny, but you know if you let your wife veto everything, it'll be funny. Here it is. Sing terrible. That virus, that virus, my lungs is on fire because of that virus. Springtime looked like heaven. Weather couldn't be finer. Then that fever hit us from somewhere in China. It gave me a funny feeling, and now I got a quarantine, cause I got that COVID-19. Stay put, oom papa, oom papa, cough, cough, mask up, oom papa, oom papa, cough, cough, please stand six feet away. 
Today I'm going to teach my kids still going. right here at my house, and I'm going to give them all the smarts I can. And But they just jump and holler, and I can't make them scholars because oh, I'm going to search and find that teacher man. Homeschool, oom papa, oom papa, cough, cough, ain't cool. Oom papa, oom papa, cough, cough, please take my kids away. That virus, that virus. I have a question. I'm so daggum tired of that virus. That's it, boys. Greg, I I don't know what your wife was upset about. Greg, your your wife, say again what your wife told you. She said it wasn't funny. Nobody gets it. Nobody's heard the song. Uh, may make somebody mad because well, they had somebody who got sick. But to me, we need a light moment. Greg, you might need to listen to your wife yeah. on this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree, one hundred percent. You might need to listen to that. Did she include "Hey, you can't sing"? Did that one get well, in there? I think people would know the song if it sounded yeah. like it. <laughs> Maybe that one. Have it should have been that virus. <laughs> but that virus. Yeah, you, you got to get the tune right. I mean, it is, look, it, it's tough singing on a phone by yourself. I got to homeschool. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta you gotta sing the you gotta get it right. You gotta give him credit for his confidence. He tried. <laughs> yeah, he, he tried. Her. See, I'll call Rick and Bubba, and they'll be on board with my songs. You see, him get out of breath. Yes. Yes. And that virus. And it was a little long. It Should've, was. It was linked about a verse. I didn't know we'd get all into homeschooling and yeah. all that. But yeah. yeah. It kind of reminded me of that bird that kept flying into my window. <laughs> you know, uh, he was trying. Greg, wait, wait a minute. I'm so glad. Thank you. <laughs> We're coming back home like Saturday or evening or whatever, and I've never seen this happen. I've seen it happen, but not like this. So I'm in the left lane because, you know, i got to get somewhere. Yeah. And, and there's, yeah. people, <laughs> there, there's people over in the right lane. Well, the guy in the right lane hits either a crow or a hawk. I couldn't tell what it was, but I've never seen this before. A lot of feathers. No, no. No, no. I've never seen this before. It flew down and hit his car, and when it went over my head, it literally had its wings like this, going mm, like a torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> and it shot over my car and bounced. I mean, dead as a wedge. It's like in the air. It was like, Kink. Like somebody coming off a diving board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rick, I, did, I had to do something you never would have done on the way home. I had to drive in the right lane because we had a nail on the tire. Golly. In the right lane, drive the speed limit the whole way home. I don't know. How you so, did. so you had to use the little tire the whole way? No, no, I remember just, I didn't just, change yeah, just, the tire. He just, he just, just filled up with air, air in it. Oh, okay. I well, thought you said you changed it. Well, then let it eat if you got mm-hmm. air back in. Well, it kept uh, losing air and you had yeah. to pull over. And you got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to be careful. You want to be safe, you know. And so it's uh, wow. Hey, look, behind 18 wheelers and stuff, I'm like, we can't even catch up with one of them. Oh, that had to hurt. I couldn't all the way back from the beach. Oh, <laughs> and I had to follow her, no, no. so I was like, oh, my goodness. Well, you got to be careful. You got a flat. <laughs> yeah. I would either got the flat fixed or rented a car. <laughs> no way. What did you What did you put in it, sweetie? That air. fix a flat? No, no, I had an air compressor. Yeah. So he Bubba, said, you didn't listen nail. to any of the story. No, I, Bubba, where were you when he told He was the researching no, Elon Musk. No. He, had the, right. he got hung on that early. Yeah, he did. <laughs> no, we, lost, we lost him to Elon Musk no, for about, about 40 minutes. <laughs> he told the story twice. Right, he went all the way back to him getting bullied in high school. <laughs> I remember the picture of the cigarette, and I thought you said you changed it. Uh, it was my misunderstanding. So you come on back on that little tire? <laughs> well, the picture of the cigarette was beside an air compressor. Right, right. He said I put air and limp tone, but I didn't know you had to go to speed. You know, Elon's got a pretty good voice. Hey, hey, the whole time. The whole time. If you didn't seal it, it seems like it would just still. It was a a really slow limp. How many times do you have to stop? 
I know it's about four and a half back. I want to say five, maybe. Oh my goodness! About every hour. Yeah, yeah. And she she had the little readout, and when it when it got to a certain level, she would you know let me know, and then we'd pull over and get it back up. You have a can of fix the flat in there. Well, I didn't want to ruin the sealer up. Well, what I, I'm telling you, I would either fix the flat yep. or you rented a car. Yeah. I was just trying to get home. That'd be tough. No, tough I, me too. <laughs> that virus. Yeah. Right. If you leave us, have a good day. You got more Rick and Bubba. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother.